to What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down Front. Our movie today is the uh, cinematic spooge, The Phantom Menace, <laughs> which I believe we all have our various opinions on. But oh, it, it burns. But before we, oh yes, this, my friends, will be brutal. But I want to set up right now, and before we start, let's go ahead and put our, our pause, unpause point up so you guys can get queued up while we talk about it for a second here. The uh, frame that Lucasfilm's logo comes up, it's right after the 20th Century Fox stinger goes by. You see Lucasfilm go green and then silver and orange like it always does, or gold. And it fades to black. When the video fades to black, the first frame of what you perceive to be all black, just as close as you can get, pause your DVD. And in a second here, we'll tell you to unpause. We'll go three, two, one, unpause. And when you press play, we'll press play, and we'll watch the movie in perfect sync, and it'll be like any other commentary. Uh, but obviously, uh, it won't be like any other commentary, because in this particular case, I don't think there will be much endorsement going on from you, <laughs> you particular dickheads. I mean, I kind of like this movie. I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't freaking love it, and I didn't. I don't, but I don't hate it. With the oh my god, the moxie that you guys <laughs> seem to you, you you bring it out for this freaking movie. The vehemence, I think. Oh, is I've the made word you're pop art about how bad this movie. <laughs> <is>. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. All, all of us here, we, we've all done some actually, kind of commentary. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. I'm the guy in the room that knows the least about making Star Wars fan films <laughs> for the first time in my fucking <laughs> life. Strange. So let's go ahead and introduce our, our panelists for this evening, Mr. Brian, the injured stormtrooper Finifter. Hello, I. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Michael, Ryan versus Dorkman, Dorkman Scott. Hi. <laughs> and Mr. Trey, Pink Five, uh, Stokes. How you doing? So, um, okay. Obviously, this movie brings out pretty unified Str- opinions in everyone. Strong so emotions. It, it, yeah, it's not like there's like a... It doesn't really Anger. polarize anybody. Uh, but <laughs> what did you guys think of this going in? What, what are you bringing to the table for this particular commentary? Brian? Well, uh, I... Uh, grew up on Star Wars on VHS before it was uh, re-released in the mid '90s. Grew up on the v- did you, did on you the break VHS? it when you got heavy enough? <laughs> anyway, uh, and so uh, in middle school and you know kind of that era of my childhood, Star Wars was you know my life pretty much. You know, it was the defining focus of most of my days, and that, that waned a little bit by the time I got to high school, which is uh, when Phantom Menace came out. But it was still a huge, huge deal for me, and. Uh, um, the first time any, anybody really broke my heart in in a way that oh wow man yeah Aww. in any in that in that really special way that usually is reserved for women. <laughs> That's not at all abnormal. That's I, completely typical. That's the average growing up experience. Mm, that's unfortunate. Well, it's for me anyway. Michael, what do you think? Um, well, I came at the Phantom Menace having not grown up with Star Wars. I mean, I was I was aware of it, and I'd seen you know I'd seen the re-releases and and seen the Ewok movies and and stuff like that. My sister's named after one of the characters in the Ewok movies, but I had <laughs> no idea. So weird, man. That's kind of bizarre. I had no idea. I thought Brian's thing was bizarre. I had no idea that the Ewok movies were even related to Star Wars. I had no idea wow. that like Star Tours at Disneyland was related to Star Wars. I was not really. Familiar with Star you're Wars, good so. at connecting the dots. Really. <laughs> yeah, obviously, well, I hadn't watched. I hadn't. You know, I'd, I'd been much more familiar with those before I I saw the re-releases. Obviously, so um, when when Phantom Menace came out, I did I didn't have a lot of baggage uh, when it came down to 
uh, Star Wars and my expectations. So I was... I came out of it and I was like, oh, that was pretty good. But I didn't really know movies then. You know, it's the kind of thing where it's like, oh, when you only eat McDonald's, you think that's a good burger. But when you have a real hamburger with real meat, then, you know, it, it, it changes your perspective. So as I've become more familiar with filmmaking in general and, and good films and, and even the original Star Wars movies, I've come to appreciate them a lot more and appreciate much more why people dislike this movie. Uh. And uh, I, I've, I've come to revise my opinion on it. So I, I liked it when I didn't know any better, but now I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of off it. That, 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 that's, that seems unusual to me because it's, it always seems like largely a generational thing that if someone first saw the prequels because they were too young to have really encountered the original films at the time, that they're okay with the prequels and the original trilogy they might even not like so much because it's kind of old and, and looks a little shabby to them. You actually saw the prequels first and still prefer the original yep. trilogy, which you found later. That's Which gives me hope for the next generation <laughs> coming that's, up. Because that's, 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 that's where all told is like, I don't have a problem with the Ewoks because I grew up with the Ewoks. And I'm, my, my worry is with the next generation growing up with Jar Jar and not having a problem with Jar Jar. They, they need to have a problem they with it. It's, a, have, it's, important it's very for important to for them to have a problem with Jar Jar. Oh, come on. Well, well my, anyway. my background is, is I am the latter. I'm the, you know, I, I, was, uh, I grew up uh, on the original trilogy. When the first movie came out, it was a huge, huge thing. It was a worldwide phenomenon. I was alive for and I remember, and, and I experienced, and it, 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 like I said, I can't, you can't express what it was like when this thing came out and what a big deal it was, um, the original Star Wars. And so I, you know, ditched school to go see it in the theater, and this is in a day before, you know, movies were released in 2,800 screens. We had to, there was only one theater in my city that was playing Star Wars, and there were only eight theaters in the country that were playing Star Wars when it first opened. And uh, it was just phenomenal, and it changed the entire course of my life because it was the movie that made me think I want to work in movies and I want to do visual effects, which I then went on to do. So, you know, if, if any single anything is the catalyst for the rest of my entire life, the original Star Wars is it. So, of course, there was huge anticipation when uh, finally, years later, the prequels came out. And I was just horrified by what I saw. When and I, then I, when you saw Phantom Menace, did you think to yourself, hmm, it's all maybe been a I waste. should try accounting. Yeah, exactly. It's all been for naught. It's all been a waste. <laughs> My whole life is, um, is meaningless now. I was just appalled. And it was a combination of you know, having by that time been in the business, visual effects business, and so I'm not impressed by visual effects for visual effects' sake. And uh, I just didn't find the movie entertaining, and I didn't find that it had anything to do with anything that I liked about Star Wars. Um, in fact, I didn't even recognize it as a Star Wars movie very much. So uh, I was not a fan. I've only seen it twice, once then when it first came out and once since then because we did a Make-A-Wish make a project where a young boy's wish was to be in a Star Wars movie. So I had to study the movie one more time to, to be able to duplicate some scenes. But I've only, I haven't seen it, what was that, five years ago, four years ago? I have only seen it twice in my life. But what I remember is not very much, but I don't remember liking it very much. Being the youngest of this particular group might have something to do with this, or it might just be the fact that I'm a much less discerning individual in general. <laughs> Maybe I'm just less of a douche. Maybe that's could be the, I don't could know. Be. You guys might just be dicks. I freely admit. But yeah. I never hated The Phantom Menace, and it might be for any number of reasons, any of those. It might just be that I saw the original trilogy about a year, two years, maybe four or five years before I saw The Phantom Menace, so I don't really distinguish between, in terms of filmmaking prowess, those movies, and in terms of social impact, those movies, because I saw it when I was, let's see, 12 or 13. I was really young when I saw The Phantom Menace, and I never had a problem with it. I mean, I never thought it was great, but I, I come into this movie with almost a soft spot in my heart because 
people have made such a huge deal out of how, how horrible it is, and I, I kind of don't get it. Because I watch this movie and I have a fun time with it, and it looks, it clearly looks more like a Star Wars movie than the other two do. There's yeah. just more to it about it that I that I I like. And as I got older and perhaps more discerning and perhaps more dickish, I liked the second sequels less, which is the opposite of everyone else. And I, I don't just know think if you like just, to. I just think you like to be contrary. I don't that's think my that, that's opinion. totally not it. I don't do anything for the approval of others. <laughs> Anyone? Okay, never mind. Anyway, in that case, now that we've, now that we've I have no response up, to that. Now that we've set it up, let's go ahead and uh, begin, right. begin the film. You what? should have paused your, your DVD at the moment that the Lucasfilm uh. logo faded to black. Right when Lucasfilm disappeared, like Brian kind of hopes it would. I, I mean, you, I just you, don't want it to come back anymore. It won't come back. They've already and it's already passed, man. Now we're just going straight into the Fat of Menace. Do uh, I have the logo back then? No, you can't have the logo uh. back. Here we go. Everybody ready? Go. Three, two, one, unpause. Good luck, everybody. Oh, wow. That blows. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll that David. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, uh, ellipsis, period. Yeah, there's an extra... Yeah. Both there, there always has been. There always has been. It's always been four. Is that the deal? As well? Four ellipses? I, I, I couldn't tell you if there's all <laughs> That, I'm not quite... I can tell you that it wasn't always episode five or yeah, whatever well, the yes, hell. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We know, we know this. You but, kids these oh, days. Yes. Or whatever the hell. You know okay, full no, well here, it's episode four. I don't, actually. Here, I wasn't even thinking it through that much. But. Hang on. Here's the first... Thing First thing you, you know see. that's in trouble is <laughs> it's when trouble is okay the taxation, taxation of trade routes to outlying yeah. stars dispute. Wait, yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's not a war. It's, it's, it's a good thing that I just went to the bathroom because I'm worried about shitting my pants. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, not, actually the that, now obviously yeah. again I don't I don't want to jump ahead to a different movie, but obviously the complaints. <laughs> From that, finally got through to George Lucas because an episode <laughs> war. He says with war <laughs> yeah. exclamation point. Yeah, just yeah. Ta- the taxation of trade routes. I immediately got this image of like there's a back room in the Millennium Falcon where Han's going through receipts and he's got the eye shade. And he's got the calculator out. You know, Chewie, you've got to always save the damn receipts. We're gonna get dinged this year. So blah blah blah, Jedi Knights to settle the conflict. yeah blah blah blah. You know, I heard an interesting thing about. Uh, space shots that I'd never heard before, and I've heard a lot of the things where it's like no one can hear you scream. There's no gravity, so you can't turn like you're a jet. Blah 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 blah. The one thing that I'd never heard about, where if you go into space and shoot something, it won't be like this. Is that if you're exposed for anything, you won't see the stars. Right. The stars will be black, right. which you'll see in sure. photos of um, uh, now, lunar now, landings. The, well, I, that's, I, that's one of the big moon hoax things. You can't see stars, so it's fake. And it's like, no, that means you know nothing about photography. So. Yeah. I, uh, I I will say that uh, that. As at least so far, the effects do hold up. The effects are wonderful. <laughs> no, 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 no. The effects are great. From 1999, the, I would, hey, come on! You, I would I've hope. seen some serious although, stuff. Although Trey, you're gonna have to already. explain yourself, man, because I blame you for these goddamn puppets. Well, here's the thing, and, and right off the bat, I was shocked too because you know I, I these have, are the most racist puppets. Yeah, they, oh, by the way, yeah. that I have ever. Oh. Well, that was that was one no, of the other bizarre. What is going on? Don't is that, yeah, they're like, you know, Ming the Merciless, you know, Charlie Chan. Oh, maybe that's what he was going for. Maybe he was it's going like for It's like the Chinatown. There's evil Asian. Well, what do you, it's like Crankor. Yeah. Well, the thing, to answer your question, the thing is, I, w- I was horrified, and, and we're going to be horrified again. I do remember when we get to God Help Us, isn't Yoda in this thing? And isn't yep. that pretty horrifying, too? Oh, my God. Um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a movie puppeteer. I do it, you know, for a living. I was doing it for a living when this movie came out. I'd been doing it for 10 years at that point. Um, I, you know, I know 
we were just talking earlier about some of the state of the art oh advances in puppetry that have happened, like Audrey Two and the Brain Gremlin already existed by this point. And this is made by ILM, which had one of the best creature and model shops or used to on the planet. And one of the first things we see is one of these terribly animated Nemoidian or whatever the hell they're called. No, good. Uh-huh. That's a, that's exactly the name. And, and for someone who's only seen the movie three times, it's sad that I know that. Well, suspicious. because the Nemoidian sucking is something that does stick in my mind. So I already I already knew. I was really puzzled because it's like, how is it that we can wait however many years it's been for a Star Wars movie and they've actually devolved in their creature technology? Right. How is that possible? One of the things that always bugs me when I watch this, in terms of aside from the okay. It's not the one thing that only bugs me. It's the fact that they're racist and they're a stupid character to have in the first place, blah, 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 blah. But the last thing that I always get to when I'm thinking about why should I hate these guys is the lip sync and the way the lip sync is really horrible. Oh, it's it's, it's not And there's a precedent the- set in the original trilogy where anytime there's an alien, there's usually a subtitle. And I feel right. like they could have gotten away with that once they realized, holy shit, the lip sync sucks. Yeah, they should have just had them go. How does the lip sync on something like this work? While, while, while we're talking about your expertise in this field, I was curious, is it just like a set of servos and there's a guy off screen who's just like well, trying to keep up? Well, clearly that would be my guess that that's what it is. Now, if you have someone who's really good and you've got a good system and you've got a good lip design, you can, you can yeah, do look that. Yeah, at, look at any of the Henson stuff. The lip sync on that is, is yeah, know, the Henson The Henson system is, is from phenomenally – it's also tremendously complicated. Um, and then there's even simpler Still, systems. Still them, for God's sake. Exactly. You would think <laughs> Rick Baker uh, – well, I was, I was referencing the Brain Gremlin. The Brain Gremlin was pre-programmed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, and, that was, and that was in what, 89? Yeah. And it took them until episode three – to be like, hey, we've yeah. pre-programmed the Nemoidian faces. Look how yeah. advanced yeah, they are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I always feel that these are just horrifying, and they're just either, either, you know, they, they didn't have any idea what they were going to be saying until 10, 10 months into post-production, so mm-hmm. some poor puppeteer was just going, I don't know what they're going to say or, or what, but it's just, it's not even remotely close, and uh, which, helps sort of underline the, which helps sort of underline the Asian feel to it, because it feels like a badly dubbed martial arts right. movie when they were there. We must destroy them all. So, cool explosion. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay, now wait. this, this bothers model, me. Was that a yeah. model shot in the prequels just then that yeah. we saw? They, I don't think this should have been the first time we saw lightsabers. Because if you think about we're supposed to be seeing this for the first time if we're watching it chronologically. But so much about this movie depends oh, yeah. on you knowing the previous movies. You're right. So they'll ramble on about stuff that we already know about, but we're not supposed to yet. You know. <laughs> so I think this should have been the first time. Not this, but they when, this they, when they when they when the sabers show up in the mist here in a second, boom! That's when that should have been the first time we saw lightsabers, and we should have been like, "What the fuck is happening?" Even though we know what the fuck is happening, because we've seen the other still going, right? Oh like, my god, I'm, lightsabers! Yeah. Exactly. So, so you know, that's just that. That's a reveal. But the other thing is just like, oh, you know what those are? It's like, no, 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 we're <laughs> yeah. not supposed to. Though, what is that? Yeah. You know, I wanted to talk about it a second ago when the holograms were going on, but this also sets a new precedent for the hologram effect because previously holograms were insanely low res and they were really fuzzy and blippy and they didn't look that different from the original ghost effect either. Mm-hmm. And they've really come a long way in terms of Although, the development of the up, idea. Uh, there's a lot of arguments about how lightsabers work and a lot of them tend to come back to this scene of him cutting the door. Of him and actually, <laughs> from, from, <laughs> By the way. from that moment of te- taxation, blah, 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 you're like, uh-oh, this, is, this might not... 
be good. Oh, my God. <laughs> but when this moment came up, I remember thinking, oh, my God, that's so cool. Fucking Star Wars. Although everything's fine. The world is right. This is this, this, I'm OK with it myself. And I'm usually a stickler for stuff because it's, you know, it's I think it's fine. I think it's, it's a cool really thing. Cool. And I like the, the heat uh, effects. The, here. the eternally cool and popular TFN boards yes. uh, was a engineering major. And he got together with his buddies over a few beers and decided, all right, if this was titanium <laughs> and these lightsabers had to be a so hot to melt the titanium B this quickly, how much power? Power mm-hmm. would it take yeah. to fuel the lightsaber? And they came to the they came to the idea that it would be I think it was 431 megawatts, mm-hmm. which is enough yeah. to run an aircraft carrier <laughs> for its entire voyage. Yeah, and that's how bitchin' lightsabers are. Lightsabers are. It, that's one of the weird little physics things that people get into, where it's like the if even if there was some sort of like a, a nuclear whatnot going on here, the, the density of the lightsaber would be so heavy that not only could you not hold it, it would fall through the floor, even if the floor was metal. <laughs> it would go to the center it, of the it planet. It weighs as much as the Death Star, <laughs> and it's ten inches long. <laughs> that reminds me of something else. There's a... <laughs> <laughs> but will it power an aircraft carrier? The, there's... there's uh, not, not right now. The, um, Don't show it, Glenn. No, no, put it away. There's, I was telling right someone this the other oh, day. Look, that it's that, an attempt at humor. It's, it's the one negotiations of those, were short. It's one, of those jo- <laughs> it's one of those jokes that George has heard about yeah. um, <laughs> that the kids are so into. The... the uh, there's a, there's a theory of screenwriting. It's Blake Snyder theory. If you're into screenwriting, people, um, and, and I've, I've told this to someone recently. It's called you, you're allowed one mat. You're one allowed one magic p- trick or well, one piece of magic. And the okay. idea is like, okay, so if you want to do a story, you want to write a script, and you want to tell a story, you can get away with one thing that doesn't make any bloody sense whatsoever, but only one. You okay. can only do it once. Um, for example, you can go, okay, what if Jim Carrey couldn't tell a lie for a day? Never mind why the hell that's really going to happen. It wouldn't happen in the real world. But that's the movie. Okay, here it goes. It goes like this. And people go, okay, so that's the thing. He can, you know, what if there was a school in England where kids had learned to be wizards? Okay, that's crazy bullshit, but fine. Tell me your story. And then you tell a good story, you get away with it. Um, the So I, I, I'm okay, even though I'm Mr. Like Science Stickler guy, I know that lightsabers can't possibly exist. They make no sense. Well, but they're cool. It's like, okay. If you just do the lightsabers and you stick You're to pretty much the real world the rest of the time, I'm okay with it. I'm not going to d- deduct points because lightsabers are stupid. You're kind of talking about a difference between the premise and just an element of it, right? Because, I mean, uh, based, you know, we're talking about, oh, there's there's a wizard school or whatever, but then you get into magic and you get into freaking... Well, like, you know, it, then the, you're just whatever. bearing out the premise. But right. The, the premise, but this is, the premise of this is that, there are That is a more complex that, shot than you see in most of the, in, in the other two films for the most part. That's like, true. Like, it was dollying around and then it whip pans and it continues the dolly and stuff like that. Oh, like, because it's, isn't that, that a real, isn't that a real building? Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Not, it's not a fake shot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, hey, we can actually put it, go on a dolly for this one. So, but that's... I think I think it's the same thing because Je- lightsabers are so lightsabers movie. are so integral to Jedi and Jedi are so integral to Star Wars. Unfortunately, that uh, you know that this is like it's the it's the emblem of Star Wars, it's right. the visual thing. So so even though the idea of a, of a lightsaber just is totally bogus and ridiculous and stupid, it's like oh, I, I'm done. I'm just going to close I'm just going to go. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So we're ten minutes into our first prequel movie Ooh. after twenty years of waiting and in some cases sixty days of waiting in line. And so far, we've established a new planet, a new race or two, uh, entirely new characters so far, except for uh, no entirely new characters. Obi Wan and Obi Wan, and, and, and although we're not, we don't know it's Palpatine. That's we don't true. Know it's Palpatine. In fact, in fact, in the original movies, they never refer to him as Palpatine, do they? The, it's right. the same actor. It's the same it's actor, but same you actor. never, you but never heard his name. My name, Palpatine. my name, you they, never they, hear they, it. they never make the connection. As a matter of fact, my friend Ryan and I. 
before episode three came out, we were convinced that Lucas was going to have this great big reveal, like to the audience, like, "Hey guys, guess what? Palpatine is actually Sidious." Yeah. And to his credit, you know, he didn't actually do that, but we were convinced. That. I was, I was rather hoping it would go the other direction. It's like, well, since it's so painfully obvious that that's going to be the Emperor, I mean, to the fact that it's the same actor, yeah. you know, that I thought that it was like a big head fake, that it was going to turn out that this whole, oh, you really the, the, the mis- like, I was hoping, been a clone or something. I was hoping that it would Ooh, just be like, hey, look, interesting concept. Yeah. That would have been nice. This is the moment that could have saved us all, and yet Qui-Gon <laughs> helped him. <laughs> All right, so now we've established, and I was setting up for this a moment ago, and it worked out perfectly in terms yes. of timing. So here is the – of all the things that when people go back and try to analyze what went wrong, they point to first. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks, the entirely CG character voiced by Ahmed Best, that for all intents and purposes have no, has no reason to be in the movie yes. whatsoever. And, 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 and is only there, <laughs> only there. To sell toys, like even the Ewoks destroyed the freaking empire. Yeah, and well, they were technically, and they technically, were, they, they the Gungan race did fight the droids for I, <laughs> thirty seconds. For, but I mean, they're very useless people. Yeah, really. uh, yeah. Nice. It's we'll get to that when we get to that scene. But it's like you know, I I, rem, I remember George talking about Jar Jar and being like, oh, everyone will love him, and he's like C-3PO. And then later on, he's like, oh, of course everyone hates him. They hated C-3PO at first, too. Like, okay, I'm sure that's how it worked. But you know what? George Lucas is he's better nowhere, at this than Bill Clinton is. He's, he's nowhere near as useful to the story as C-3PO. Well, isn't that the point of the Phantom Edit, that it's basically a Jar Jar-free movie? Right. Not, not exactly. Nearly. The Phantom Edit goes yeah. through and actually does some really great editing work, and it does remove a lot of Jar Jar, but not all of it. And it does remove a lot of Anakin's horrible lines, but I, I not all of them. I find myself surprised at, at the fact that we're looking at the back of Liam Neeson's head, and yet I still know his eyeline isn't right. Like, somehow, <laughs> it just feels wrong. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think Jar Jar is, is great, especially for 10 years ago, you know, for, as a technological thing. Um, you know. Although his eyes do bug me. Yeah, well. I mean, that the very, very yellow is, eyes. It's I, funny. I'm they, not the visual effects okay. guy here, but I'm pretty impressed still by that. Texturing on his skin. It's it's know, a it's I'm... a good piece of work. There, there was a lot of hay being made in the, when it first came out. The movie came out um, saying he's the first fully CG character in a feature film. And I, having just done my favorite Martian the year before that, which we had a fully CG character who was a main major character in the film. I kind of went, eh, I call bullshit. But you're ILM and you've got the better press kit than I do. So fine. Right. What about young Sherlock Holmes? What about Bit from Tron? I think they where do we draw like the line? Major mm-hmm. character, although where are we drawing the line at major character if we mm-hmm. come down to that? I think oh, photoreal is the would be the was the uh, key point. Okay, so um, yeah, this is the thing. Water. <laughs> <laughs> not so you much can tell because it's not, blue and not, purple. Not as much there. The Phantom Menace. Now, I, it, I, see shots like this are cool. This is cool. They just don't mean anything. And I, and I have to say, I, I, I enjoy, I'm doing it from memory, and I'll see if I'm right in about five minutes or, or less. But uh, I always thought Boss Nass was just fun as a character, especially with this kind of, you know, idiosyncratic way of going and talk, the way he talked. You know, I thought, okay, that's a fun character. I still don't get this movie so much, but but I'm liking the character. A lot of people, we're, we have a long expanse here before something interesting happens, which we'll use to our advantage to talk about <laughs> say. where did it go wrong? What, what, what should have episode one been? Should it have been episode two? I think no. they should have probably jumped in around that point. Um, frankly, <clears throat> frankly, I think episode one should probably have been episode three. Like yeah. episode three is very clearly the majority of the story. So you split that up into three stories and actually – or three – Acts essentially, and actually do it right, 
having Anakin be an interesting character, mm. for example. And uh, I, I think I think where it went wrong is the old screenwriting rule where it you, you're supposed to go in as late as possible and leave as early as possible. Mm. And I think this went in way too early. Okay. Yeah. That, right. you know, I've never actually heard the, the theory expressed before that what if you just had started with the second movie? And that I think that's the best suggestion I've ever heard. The, the, another way of expressing what you just expressed, Mike, is cut act one. If, you're, yeah. if, you're, if your movie is too long, cut act one. And sometimes people have literally done that. Lost Horizon being a famous example, the classic Lost Horizon, um, originally had a whole other real the way it started, and it tested really badly. And they said, what if we just cut out the first reel of the movie and start where the second reel is, where the first reel was all about who the characters are and how they all came to be in this place. And they just threw all that out. <laughs> and the movie was a, was a classic from that point on. So I, now that I think about it, I've never heard this said before. Like, what if you just didn't have this movie? It's true. What is in this movie that we needed to know? I mean, we don't need to know about I, the kid. We don't need to know about the mom. We don't need to know about Qui-Gon doesn't even matter to the rest of the story. None of these people do. Uh, I think that's actually genius. If we'd started with teenage Anakin being trained as a Jedi and watch his progression Just going and his from fall, apprentice to Jedi. And then five flashbacks where, look, he's a little yeah. kid and he can't act, but he's yeah, a little kid. It, it doesn't, there's nothing that this contributes. You know, Patton Oswald had it right. I'm you not know? sure you even need to see him it. as a teenager. He could just be an adult. I mean, you could see him. Mm-hmm. What I thought might be interesting is you see him, you know, Starting, you see him advance beyond his teacher. Basically, he advances beyond Obi Wan, and neither of them know what to do about it. And he ends up, be, he ends up turning to the dark side because he doesn't know any better. Basically, my my supposition about why Episode One exists is because George Lucas had the thought, "Hey, wouldn't it be awesome if we saw Darth Vader when he was five years old?" Sure. And but I, start, he supposed okay. I, I know George <laughs> Lucas, but he he you he know? said or in the early versions. No, I know the way he works oh, okay. with with his retconning every other sure, sentence. Yeah. But there are going to um, be nine movies, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but he, early on, according to other sources, Anakin was like nearly a teenager. He was twelve or so, and and George made him younger later. Uh, in the process, he made him younger because he was like, well, I. <laughs> George, George, for once, didn't buy his what he was selling. He's like, well, I don't buy that he would be that upset leaving his mom. So we need to make him younger so it would upset him more. Okay. It's like, well, wow. the problem was not him being a – it was not – not being it's not that to... he was too old. Yeah, yeah. it's that that's retarded. It's that that's <laughs> stupid. Exactly. So it wasn't that this you know young Jake Lloyd came in and just blew the doors off at the audition, and they said, well, you know, we had him in mind for a teenager, but I think six. I think no, we're going to go with six. The, did you see the behind the scenes? There's one kid who's great. There's one kid who's fantastic, and George and George goes, basically says he's too good. I want some. I want someone who's a real kid. And I it's have like, not seen that. Kids, Kind of suck. <laughs> like, they're not entertaining. <laughs> so, I mean, get the actor. Yeah, because there was yeah. an actor who, like, blew the doors no off the whole thing. But the, the point of the point of really kind of go, George. George, you realize that people are going to see this, right? <laughs> I mean... We're going to have to sell this, yeah. George. But I, I think George got it in his head that I want to see uh, Anakin Skywalker's five years old, which I'm going to... I'll say I, it's an interesting idea, and I, I like that idea of, like, here's pure evil... And he used to be a kid, just like we were all kids. It's, it but is, he, this, he was it like could, it could have been, yeah, perfectly workable. But I think concept. it's I think it could have worked a lot better if it had been like Last Crusade, where it's like, okay, here's the origin story, but here's for ten, five minutes, for fifteen <laughs> yeah. minutes, or ten minutes. Yeah, you yeah. don't need the whole movie. It would, way, it, it would have been a lot better if it was like Last Crusade, and he had died like two years after the movie was shot too. Okay. Ooh. 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 This, this coming from the only one in the room who's actually. Uh, Met Jake Lloyd. Yeah, I went to school with Jake Lloyd. So, <laughs> my friend got the shit kicked out of him by Jake Lloyd. 
So wow. that, he was he was taking a, he was in a math class and he and, and Jake Lloyd apparently, you know, apocryphally said, uh, "There's no physical way for me to do this." And my friend said to stretch out with his feelings. Oh, well, then Jake Lloyd should have kicked his yeah, ass. I, Jake I, Lloyd like I think he was baiting him so he could save for the rest of his life. You know that <laughs> shitty kid from episode one Star Wars movie? He kicked my ass. Yeah. He kicked my ass. So I'm so cool. Darth Vader kicked my I'd like ass. To, I'd yeah. like to point out that the Jedi are currently planning to travel through the planet core without yeah. melting. Yep. Oh, but, that's nice. Yeah. You know, and more racism. You know, it's a t- talking about the the. Did we really need this movie? Um, <laughs> the robot in the back's like, did I just walk into the shot? Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, sorry, <laughs> He's sorry. Like, a double tag. Like, sorry, sorry, sorry. He starts waving. Sorry, my, my fault. My fault. One thing I do like about the the holograms in this is they have the scanning lines now. I think that's the. That's nice what I was touch. about to. That was what I was getting gearing up to say a million years ago when we were talking about it. But go on. Somebody said that's that you know, in this advanced in this advanced universe, uh, holograms are still NTSC, which is interesting. But, uh, <laughs> but and it's, it's again it's coming from a visual effects standpoint. Sometimes there are things that you do even though you know this doesn't make any sense, but you do it because you you have to make it for the audience that's going to see it. And yeah. that's you know, you put scan lines like that on something that says it's a video projection it looks of some like kind. It makes sense even yeah. though factually i'd like to point out that they lose power it's it sure is a goddamn good thing that the force field doesn't lose power yeah exactly <laughs> that's holding the yeah and out. what a completely pointless At little like twenty thousand psi mm-hmm. yeah. so i oh, guess i guess one of the only reason oh, have I, i've been okay, thinking about nice this whole time good why monster. are we watching this story and the only thing i can think of at least for the first act before we don't even meet anakin until 40 minutes in yeah. is to watch obi-wan mm-hmm. yeah if you, if and I gotta say, of the of all of the prequels, I think the best thing is consistently Ewan McGregor. Agreed. Because that's, that's what this really is about. Because it's really about Obi Wan's progression from Padawan to Master, and you know, coming into his own. I think it. And, I think it should have been. I don't think it is. Well, if it's it about anything, it's about that. About it's, Anakin, it's not. It's. It ought to have focused more on Obi Wan. Like, oh, like it's the kind of thing where he says, "Oh, the story's really about Darth Vader," but in the second half, like, no, it's about Luke, and Darth Vader is like. In the periphery, and you you are telling Darth Vader's story, but but through Luke's eyes almost. So I think he should have told this first half of the story through Obi Wan's eyes, but he starts focusing way too much on Anakin. You tell the story through the father's eyes, and then and then through the son's eyes. Oh, hey, you just hey. blew my mind Whoa. a little hey, bit, dude. Whoa, there you go. <laughs> that was actually have a hard lemonade, man. <laughs> wow, you, you've earned it. You've earned it. Do you think this exact script, these words, could have been a better movie? In what sense? In every sense, I'm gonna Michael. Say no. Michael? Completely I'm almost gonna say Michael, in every sense. Through my no, I, think, I, I'm, I would say yes because, you know, again, going with the George Lucas raw material theory, entire sections could have been thrown out, changed, redubbed. Um, you know, well, you, that's, you, he's saying, but going with the script. As literally the now. same words that are spoken in this no, edit. No, could I don't think a- so because, because it all starts – because everything else, everything else is working fine. The the production design is great. The visual effects are great. The you know the acting is doing the best at goddamn. <laughs> it's fine, and, man. And They're it's trying fine. so hard. God bless them. Like so so everything boils down to the script. And so no, I don't think this script could have been a better movie. I think because the story a better script better. with all of these pieces could have been brilliant. Because the story simply isn't there, and it isn't there until episode three, and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. I, I, if you had three movies worth okay. of episode of the material in episode three, if you had episode three but three movies, six hours worth of it, then yeah, you could have done it, but not otherwise. Mm-hmm. The I wonder if it's it's also a generational thing this this responsiveness because I you know I guess 
I'm trying to recapture. That's beautiful. What, I, that's I it's beautiful that. stuff. It's the effects are, you know, the effects are at least, thank God, the, the effects are mostly, except for the Nemoidians and a few other missteps, they're, you know, they're what we were hoping you would get. <laughs> but um, I'm wondering if it's also a generational thing, because I don't, I don't know if I'm, I'm feeling this now or if I felt it at the time, but I remember, you know, getting this far into the thing and saying, okay, other than that's teenage Obi-Wan, what does any of this have to do with Star Wars? Because I've seen Star Wars. There were three yeah. movies worth. Yeah. And I don't get what any of this has to do with anything that I'm familiar with. You know, what is this? You know, where is any this of this stuff? no connection to everything. So, Although it, I'm, but, I, but I guess I I'm asking, is that a generational that thing? Because by. as Mike said, you know, Mike had no preconditions about Star Wars. This is Star Wars as far as he's concerned because he's – that's – well, this is what they're calling Star Wars. This must be it. Right. So – I just want to point out that quick little moment where Liam Neeson – Where he slashes like, the rattle droid? Well, after that, when he like puts his lightsaber away, but he's – goes <laughs> he to stick it in his holster before it – as he's like turning it <laughs> off. So it – the blade retracts as he's like – It's a dangerous move. It's a badass moment. It's only a, yeah, only a hot shot will pull that I kind of a move. That, that was a very kind of – that goes back to the the origins of of the Jedi as samurai. That's very much a you know, you know it, straight back into the scabbard. It goes to something that I think Fig and I talked about a long time ago about how how awful. Oh, hey, Kira Knightley. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes, we get our trivia dose in there. About how awful it must be to be like some visual effects worker that worked on this movie or something, or maybe one of the production design <laughs> people and go, "All right, I know the script. I know it was awful. I know it was a lousy, lousy movie." But you know, and you just take one one badass thing. You know the part where uh, Qui Gon puts his saber back. <laughs> yeah. That was my idea. That was my. I idea. know the movie sucks, but yeah, that cool. But I got that, that in piece, there. That was me. I got you. Know, I I I'm certainly not going to name any names, but I I you know I have associations with people at ILM, and I you know work for people who've worked at ILM and so on. And not not everyone feels this way, certainly. But there there is there are people, specific people that I can that I can think of who. Or are similar to me in their background in that at some point in their younger lives they saw Star Wars and they were like, I'm, I want to do that for a living and I want that oh. to be my life and I want that to be my career. Hold on. In, in context, this is yes. a moment that could have been very funny. I mean, he's just like, what are you saying them? Oh, uh, whatever. Like, the droid is funny instead, whereas Qui-Gon could easily <laughs> have, have done the, you know, the Han Solo yeah, thing. They, like, uh, trying well, to talk his way through it, and that's yeah. just not his thing. And, yeah. then he, and then he just starts killing them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Indiscriminately <laughs> killing yeah, robots. Just, yeah. It was a stupid conversation anyway. Exactly. The, anyway, wait, right, go ahead. The, the other problem, the... Uh, the thing is, and then they, they worked their way up and they got a job at, you know, they, they, they realized their dream and these people got a job at ILM working on the new Star Wars. And then at some point, you know, you think we're yeah. having a moment of, oh, my God, what have I gotten myself into just watching it? Imagine if you wow. built your whole life and then realized the movie you were actually working on. And I, one, per, one person who was, again, I'm not gonna, certainly not going to name a name or anything like that. One person said, suddenly I just realized that, you know, there was this girl I loved so much and I was holding her down while George raped her. And it just, you know, oh, it just, you know, good just, line. Just, this is from someone, you know, actively working on the movie. You know, it was just like, I was oh. holding down my loved one while George Lucas raped her. Yes. this, But technically he's allowed to. So should I keep holding her? I don't know what to do at this point. It was a moral dilemma. It's like holding down your friend while his, while her I'd, boyfriend. I'd like to point her. out yeah. the, the part where they, they shot through the shield to hit the shield generator. <laughs> <laughs> Which kind of defeats the whole Which purpose, doesn't it? the entire purpose. What is that? Doing e- even assuming that it's 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 a shield generator, so it comes yeah. out of the shield generator. So there's you know yeah. there's a small spot where it's weak. Why would you put it right on the surface oh. 
of the or on top or like hide it, do something it's so that you can't them. shoot it right like indiscriminately. It's not like yeah. these things are aiming; they just happen to have. Yeah. Hit it. <laughs> the same reason they put the bridge way up fucking top, front and center. Rick Olay is called uh, Mr. Exposition in Chris Handel's dictionary because every single line. Is and that happened and this is happening yeah. and in this case you're under space as well as I know it, this, this is what, what happened. This flashy thing means I'm that little droid did it. I'm trying to, to be fair. To trying be to be place fair, where I know that actor from. Of, a lot of sci-fi movie starship captains serve that exact That's, function. Yeah, but so there's like there's like nine of those guys Galaxy in this Quest. movie. Yeah. Great fruit. I repeat what the computer says. Yeah. It's a stupid job, but it's my job, and yeah, I'm doing right. it. <laughs> my TV guy interview was six paragraphs about my boobs and how they fit into my suit. We should do that one. We should do Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest is a tremendous film. But we're not. A movie movie that's intentionally funny. uh, (laughs) A sci-fi movie that actually meant to be silly. Okay, I think Lucas just doesn't know how to use black people. Period. (laughs) Generally speaking, all of his black people, like all the... Lando and this guy, he has them written as kind of shifty, weird. I don't know how I feel about him characters. In Lando's case, it pays off because he's a good guy. In this case, he's just fucking weird. But then (laughs) Mace Windu... Mace Windu. We'll get into Mace we'll Windu. We'll get into him when yeah. he comes on screen. Don't but what you the worry. hell? <laughs> and now he's working on the Tuskegee Airmen. Like, is there any person I would think of that I would rather have tell me about black pilots in World War II <laughs> than fucking George? Right. Is there anyone wider? Hey, Darth Maul. <laughs> okay. Probably. All right. Best part of this movie. You know who I love? I love Ray Park. Ray Park, Ray very Park cool is guy. Fantastic. Ray was Park at a convention is- once and saw him like, across the room, just in a circle of people talking. And you could just see from across the room that some woman had just asked him to hold her purse. And just by the behavior, you could get the idea that she had no idea who she was asking to hold her purse. <laughs> you realize he could kill you with his fingers and yeah. then, like, run away, right? Oh, what here, kind of balls do you the, need? Here comes the quote, quote fingers reveal <laughs> that we're yeah. looking at R2-D2. Bum. Oh, here he comes. I like, yeah. the, I like the hey, way, that's me. I like the way he made the effort to say it as though it yeah. were not a common thing. And as though like it, he says it kind of weird. R2-D2. R2-D2. So he tries to make it sound like it's never been said before. And I kind yeah. of like that he made that effort. I'm not going to give George credit in telling him to do that. Yeah. Now, this is a touch. Or uh, maybe he had just never seen the movies. He's like, I don't know what this means, uh, but I'll say it. R2-D2. R2 because he does spell it out in the scripts. So yeah. probably made, it could have looked to weird be like uh, R2D2 R2D2 something yeah. the day this is Guan have doing that just now yeah this now that this was a touch that I, you know, I I for change there was a, you know in my personal graph that the spike went upward at that scene at least because it was like oh okay hey look it's Star Wars after was, all because yeah. here's a damn R2 here's R2 there was and, a lot of cheering and it made perfect oh it makes perfect sense to you know have R2 be just one of the droids and then you know ends up as yeah. George just said himself it's like R2 is you know he's the one who knows the story because right. he lived the whole thing as opposed to and we're going to get to a second and this is going to hurt so bad the way th- 3PO is introduced and the whole idea of how he's introduced yeah. hurts me to my core. By the way, that, that last was a, scene, that, that was a cool scene. shot of the twin sons right there. As it, yeah, that was nice. That was a cool shot. That that last scene. Let's let's recall that we've still got a decoy as the queen. So Kira Knightley Queen tells the real queen, "Hey, 
go clean up this show. <laughs> so you gotta think she's yeah. she's like, oh you bitch, <laughs> <laughs> massage my feet. Oh, oh. I'll get you. Yeah. Do you, what you oh. <laughs> obviously, obviously, George Lucas is very aware of the effect that his movies have had on people because even in even before he had any idea that A New Hope, Star Wars, was going to be anything special whatsoever, he secured the merchandising rights and oh, yeah. and various shit like that. And more and more through the original trilogy, you got to see like. Ewoks. There's no other reason to have those except to make teddy bears and pillows and shit, right? The, yeah. The, okay. Yeah. He's definitely just he's pandering. It's lip service. Look, Do I, you, how much of the, the 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 action and the story beats of these movies, and particularly this one, but I, I can also think of another. There's a lot of awesome toys we've seen Attack so far. Of the phones, <laughs> where it's like I am literally writing these movies for night one's applause. Where all of a sudden R2-D2 has a big scene right in like, uh, like apropos of nothing. And fucking Yoda comes out with a lightsaber for no apparent reason. <laughs> no, yeah, well, we'll get to that if we ever do that. How, yeah, much, of this, yeah. how much of these movies do you think he's, he was writing superficially just, okay, I can tell him the story so oh. I can get to this point. Like, oh, yeah. it, most yeah. of the Most yeah. of the, I mean, he It, is, it seems he like said, it's very, remember, very slightly put against a, a framework. Yeah, I remember why, did, why do they park so far from town? That's a good question. Where he literally said <laughs> it's a desert. that episodes one and two were about 20% filler or 20% story and the rest of it was filler wow. and then and then episode 3 was 60% story but he said because this mm. was when episode 3 was coming out so he said right. that as a selling point for yeah episode three. this is so much better than you, other crap yeah, I've made you, you watch realize what you're totally shitting on is everything you just and I've seen that happen too I saw Rick McCallum talk about um he was talking about, I think, the Clone Wars series, which was obviously a lie. But at the same time, he goes, oh, yeah, this has action and it has intrigue and it has story. It ha- it's it's everything that the fans wanted the prequels to be. And I'm like, you, you've got to be aware yeah. at some level yeah. of what you're saying. Exactly. You realize that we still have copies of what you said then. Yeah. The- this is, yes, we're so. Yeah, no, this, this is our apology for that other shit we put you through. I, I think that old guard of people, both in like big media and big politics, still don't realize that we now have recording. <laughs> exactly, right, they have said. right? It's called YouTube. Look now, into it. Now, Watto, Watto is. I, I do also ah! remember. I, I remember something about Watto. People were like, yeah, um, I don't think his wings are big enough to support him. And someone was like, neither, neither are bumblebees. Fuck off. And he's like, oh, okay. I guess not, that makes sense. Not that I lose a lot of sleep over Watto, but uh, someone, uh, the best theory I've heard is one of those little gizmos on his belt is uh, actually helps with anti-gravity. Uh-huh. That he's, that he, well, and, and you can even buy it. I mean, even me, Mr. Stickler guy, you, if you say he comes from a planet where the, gra- the gravity is normally lighter, where his wings actually are functional, uh-huh. on this planet he needs a little mechanical assistance. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's the. You know, but, I'm okay with that theory. That theory would be not okay. That it would by be me. lighter. It's that the air. It would depend upon the air pressure, at least. Well, but that has lots to do with gravity as so. well. So. All right. So, so who's this the kid? queen this of this kid little knows country? Nothing of who's what that girl? He says. Let me just point yeah. that out. Yeah. <laughs> this queen of a little planet that we kind of established has some uh, economical problems. Oh, and uh, the elected queen, by the, the way. The elected yeah. 14-year-old queen comes to uh, yes. Tatooine, uh, happens to go into this place. But this is the story of him, so clearly this is what's going to happen. He, right. We're telling the story from his point of view that this girl came into him. And when he was Damn. nine years old, he uh, was not only insanely forward in a way that doesn't make much sense. <laughs> he was uh, definitely fucking hitting on a 14-year-old. Uh, you know, when you're nine, 14 year olds like college kid. I mean, that's like amazing. <laughs> yeah. So go Anakin. But is any of this even remotely? This is just creepy. George Lucas's basic idea for okay, something major is going to happen in this character's life. Thus, I have to explain it with mom died, girlfriend died. Uh huh. That's all I've got. That's the whole thing. <laughs> Marion died. Oh shit! There goes our third act. He's got a problem Ooh. with loss. He has a serious problem. Uh, like, like it clearly reflects something in George Lucas's side. I was going to say, is it like constitutionally <laughs> yes, enough to change 
a kid into the most badass guy in history <laughs> no, that his mom you know what? No, said bye not. when he walked away voluntarily? Well, yeah, when he it's, chose it's to leave. It's not because even when he puts on the Vader suit, he's still a complete bitch. But <laughs> so we'll get to that. No! If we ever get to Patamame or Panda Bear or whatever the hell her <laughs> name was. <laughs> if we ever get to episode three. Oh, God forbid. We should do. You know, I. We'll get there. As, as, okay. as a character, as an accomplishment, as I a. As a, as a I liked where Wada was like, fuck you in your mind. Trip. Yeah, I don't know. Just generally trip. speaking, I'm a fan of Wada. But of course, that, like we were, does. And we were talking. This movie got a lot of flack when it came out. It's like, you know, the Nemoidians are, you know, are Asian stereotypes. Wada was clearly a Jew. Yeah. Wada was clearly a Jewish tradesman who's trying to hire you. Know, you he's trying to take accent. you. Hey, come here. I got a nice droid for you. I'll make you a deal. Oh, I guess he but is Jewish. Never mind. The, the, yeah. the thing that bothered me about that bit is like... What I, is Jar Jar's problem? I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep interrupting it people, is, but the, God. What the hell? If, if you want, I'll, I'll neuter you. No, I'll neuter oh, that guy for you. I was, he's like, I'm a toy daddy and my dick will work on me. It's like... It, the the whole thing about mind tricks is they work on people with weak minds. So you don't have to say that there are species that it doesn't work on. <laughs> Just say he has a decent fucking mind. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, but that's off. Guess, yeah, they well they established that it didn't work on Java either. Was it because he was really smart or because he was a hut? That's it, the thing. Or he had, uh, it's not, it's not clear. Or he had, yeah, la- he had layers of fat. I always assumed layers of fat you can't get through. I think. I'm pretty I sure that was it. Because he was a hut, and I was, I, I was the same thing. It was like that is profiling. Make <laughs> smart. But for for job, oh, there's the there's the Gillette women's leg razor. That <laughs> yeah. To- well, I have to say that again, and I, I don't remember my exact reactions at any given point other than the the 3PO reveal which I guess we have where I the 3PO reveal I know when I watched this movie the first time in 99 was when I go I'm out okay I'm sorry I've had enough I can't uh, deal anymore please. but um the 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 point that I was going to make is completely I've completely lost it now I I, can't, <laughs> I had I had something really awesome Trey, I, I was going to say that was so Jar-Jar. great I want to get your opinion on this guy It's going right to come back here. to me in a sec which the, this this guy with the pointy this whoa guy. yeah <laughs> He wants so much whoopie whoopie. <laughs> Dark Ram? Now this Dark Ram? Now Sebulba. Sebulba, I actually, I thought Sebulba's cool in a, in a concept, char- in a character uh-huh. idea. Because, okay, that's a freaky looking alien. And he's well animated. I, have, I give him that. Mm-hmm. A, he's a CG character and he's, he's well animated. Oh my God. Here comes, here comes Jake Lloyd trying to speak Huttese. Where he can barely speak the English <laughs> in this script. And it's not, it's not necessarily anything against Jake Lloyd specifically. I mean, even Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Famously said, you can write this, but you can't speak it. I mean, right. but my God. He <laughs> <laughs> comes on the scene, yeah. Chesco Sabolba. It's like, they, help the kid out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give him something to work with. He's a kid, for Christ's sake. Oh, that's good. This is, this is, child, this is child cruelty we're yeah. watching. It's child abuse we're watching here. You it want... seems like they went out of their way to make Jar Jar... A pain in, in the ass? Impressive. Well, yes. But also impressive from a visual standpoint. They constantly have him interacting with stuff. Like they had him when he comes out of the the store before he whirls around so his ear whips around and slaps him in the neck and stuff like that. And it's like, stop it. Just just have him walk around like a normal person for God's sake. Obi-Wan Kenobi, what's he doing? What's, what's, What's his goal in this movie? Just stand there and wait. <laughs> yeah. Most yeah. of the time, it's fucking here. He has to wait. He's in the in the Darth Maul fight. He's he stands there and waits, and it's like <laughs> yeah. he's a he's, yeah. he's a spectator. Actually, the whole time. Exactly. What does he want in this movie? I could not begin to tell you. 
Well, I think I think can we extrapolate that even farther? Obviously, we're not going with the soundtrack, and I'm not that familiar with the movie. But what are we even trying? What's the movie even about at this point? There's, well, there's, the there's a kid, and they're kind of trying to. At this, what? at this point, they've put on. They've put a. They put a. Uh, what's it? What's it called? A blo- well, blockade, but like. Uh, Embargo. 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 That's the one. Yeah. I was going to say we're doing it to Cuba, but I, yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know if that would be clear enough. Yeah. Yes, embargo. The word is embargo. Yeah. All the things we're I doing just, to Cuba, there's so I many just, words. I just dated this recording, yeah. but um, hopefully. <laughs> but uh, the uh, yeah, they've got an embargo on her planet, so she escapes to go to the Senate and be like, hey, that's fucked up. And, uh, and they got shot. In the shield generator, which somehow, <laughs> which somehow drained the power of yeah. hyperspace. Yeah. And now they're on Tatooine yeah. because that was nearby. See, see, and trying to get a new hyperspace. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Now, see, now, see, here's the thing. By this, by, by this I'm, point. I'm, to, I'm telling the story like the old man who doesn't stand out works. By this but, point in the original Star Wars, Luke's. And an uncle had been burned into skeletons. Right. No. Okay, we kind of got that. We're like, oh, okay, bad are, guy, good we are, guy. We are by this point, nowhere Alderaan near exactly. Right? Alderaan's yeah. blown up. It was by the way. Clear. You want to say something about this? I think. I, uh, well, it's this is a guy well, behind the puppet. This is a they you know, rotoed the fuck out of this. That's pretty scene. impressive. Yeah. it's an say. amazing amount of wire removal. It is, and it's you know, and it's, it's, it's a guy removal. It's it's Anthony Daniels removal. Is that called? Is it like what what kind of puppetry is that called? It's got a name. Morku? Boon Raku. Boon Raku. It's if yeah, if you're if the puppeteer is behind it with rods and so yeah. I mean it's it's a, a loose term and there's there's a strict actual Japanese meaning of Boon Raku that's a little more strict than that, but we tend to call it Boon Raku in general, where you have someone is connected to the puppet and kind of the puppet is an analog of your own motions. We like tend a dick to, in a box. We tend to call it <laughs> Boon Raku. Well, it, my problem with the three PO thing is like okay, we got the entire galaxy to play with and apparently there's only 17 characters in the right. whole goddamn exactly. thing because it doesn't make any oh, sense to this. me. I love this here. Glitch. He just he get they get this this thing about you have to get into you, yeah. we have to do this and Obi Wan stands up it's a trick <laughs> fuck it <laughs> this whole scene no <laughs> no and it never comes back to that all he does is stand in the way of progress in this movie. <laughs> Well, he was new at the whole Jedi <laughs> thing. But, oh. but this, is a, this is our first shot of yeah. Coruscant. This is to show how fantastic Port- a cityscape oh, we can yeah. get. And it is quite Fuck. fantastic, yeah. I gotta yeah. say. Although I will point beautiful. out, I do have to say that, that, I mean, if you look, here's another thing where George Lucas seems to have not understood his own movies. Because, I mean, you look back at the old ones and they had like... They, they they were kind of social commentary, you know. It was it was the little man against the big empire, you know. Call it whatever you will, corporations or, or whatever. It was magic versus technology, or or you know, a faith philosophy versus technology. And in this one, he's got a planet that is covered with city. It's nothing but industrialized city, and he finds absolutely no way to make that satire or commentary or anything. He's just like, hey, it's it's a big city. It's a cool visual. And here's where they are. You know, (laughs) and it's like you would, anyone, Mm. another director could have made that some kind of comment on the way people are raping the planet or something like that. But he's just like, hey, another planet. Here it is. There's the all-desert planet. There's the all-water planet. There's the all-city planet. Exactly. That's all we have. And, of course, don't get anybody who knows astrophysics to talk about how it's actually pretty impossible to have a planet that is entirely desert. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't make any sense for there to be a planet that is all-desert. Oh, look, he's interacting. Yeah, oh, look, we can do a thing. Another thing I'll give 
the prequels credit for is we see and we spend a lot of time on Coruscant. But one of the big downfalls of the, which I think we absolutely should have done, is spent a lot of time on Alderaan. Yes, we should have spent a yeah. whole yeah. bunch of time totally on Alderaan. So we gave a shit. Yeah, when it happened. <laughs> yes, that's, that's the problem. That's, that's so yeah. inexplicable in A New Hope. It's like, oh no, wait, what? Right. I don't when, care. He, when he does this, like, <laughs> the mad painting. It's so funny because he spends so much time again skipping forward a little bit. He's like, oh well, you know, we had that stormtrooper in Episode Four that banged his head, and he's a clone of of Jango Fett. So I have Jango Fett bang his head on a door too. And it's like, wow, that's the callback that you decided <laughs> to, to work on here. As you didn't, to, you didn't have us go to Alderaan so that that yeah. explosion meant something new that because that's the thing if you're going to yeah. do something like this if you're going to do prequels you have to give a new perspective on on, on what, what you've came already before. seen you know you've seen yeah. it before you think you understand it and then you watch this and you go oh man I did not understand this mm-hmm. the way I do now yeah. you know and uh, and and this, all three of these movies completely fail to, to uh, achieve that in any in any way at all. Well, and then and there are some near misses. Of, like I said, I, yeah. I've already said that I like I like the introduction of R two, and it you know it sort of made sense as opposed to the introduction of three PO, which just doesn't make any, not only does it not make any damn sense. <laughs> oh, at all. Hey, cool! Darth Vader made three PO. It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't add anything. It's just a way to get three PO into the story in some contrived possible way. And isn't it a quote? Just the quote from the divorce net that I always thought was funny is yeah that's the way to impress a girl take her to your bedroom and show her your robot <laughs> I just, someone but, said that on the divorce net I always because thought that was funny line George clearly George clearly does not think ahead he doesn't seem to think back much either yeah. but he clearly doesn't think ahead because like there was literally a time when when someone I, I can't remember where it was the, a, an article or an interview or some video where someone was like hey like Threepio was built by Anakin. Anakin mm. becomes Darth Vader. Everyone seems aware of that, and yet Threepio knows none of this. And and George George's reaction was essentially, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he, that's hence the memory erasing the at the memory very end. Eraser, at the very end, just kind of thrown in there, yeah. you know, which kind of negates the whole purpose of any of it. Yeah, it just makes exactly. you know, the the, the, the uh, yeah, it's really unfortunate. Although it, it it is kind of amusing to me that you know that they seem to just as pointedly said. That R two didn't get his memory erased because they didn't really think. Well, they should. That he's been there the whole time too. So theoretically, in the R two knows R two knows the whole time, which I've never because I don't have one. You know, have that much free time to invest. But I'm curious, like, if go back and watch the first three movies and see if anything has a different shading to it, uh-huh. knowing that R two oh, knows that, everything. That, that's <laughs> the legacy of the prequel. Yeah, R two R two now. His whistle is a little bit <laughs> yeah. something different. Yeah, exactly. But well no, done, George Lucas. I'm looking, that's I'm looking more for. I'm looking more for a point where it's going. Okay, wait. R two was just being a dick there because he could have saved ten thousand right. lives or it's, it's like, saved some trouble because. He, oh, oh, by the way, that's your dad. Anyway, gotta go. Boop. Well, not only that. Oh, hey. I've got rocket packs. <laughs> Did I I'm mention not, I could, this doesn't come up. I'm I sorry, can, but I can fly. Anyone? Anyone? No, it, it's like just if it would come in handy. Just, just FYI, I can fly. It's like the Superman. It's like the early Superman movies where they just gave him powers yeah. for no reason, like the, the cellophane S and stuff. And it's like, why? Because yeah. we need something. I can pull this. I can pull. He's got to do. Someone's got to do something. He's it's sure as hell not going to be the the main character. He's Superman. We'll have it be the droid. Oh, R2, R2 in these movies is like Indiana Jones and Crystal Skull where it's like yeah. 
Oh, well, okay, well, it's World War II now. We've got to fight the Nazis. And logically, Indiana Jones would go, okay, I know you guys have a giant box that melts Nazis. We just pull that out. Yeah. We'll be fine. Yeah. R2, at some point in the, in the original trilogy, would be like, okay, guys, look, I know what you're doing. I'm going to make this a whole lot simpler let me for just, you. Let me just connect some dots for you here. <laughs> let me just tighten it up. Dude, first of all, you two, no kissing. I'll tell you why. <laughs> let me just straighten that one out for you right now. <laughs> there's Liam a reason. Neeson. There's Liam a reason you kind of like each other. It's because you're oh both narcissists. God. Let me explain. Liam Neeson gets me... forgotten in the talk of the Phantom Menace. This movie cases. makes me want to give Liam Neeson a hug because <laughs> yeah. because yeah. he is so good and he tries so hard. And I just want to tell him it's all right. He did his best. He brings such yeah. dignity to such mm-hmm. uh, awful, awful movie. <laughs> 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 kind of reminds me of, there was a one man show that a guy did uh, that was only peripherally about. Having he was God, he was at, look, you can tell this was shot on, the last one shot on film because wow. look at the field of view in that shot you never yeah. see anything like that in the mm. in the the other prequels it was it is, it is I mean again te- technically you know visually it's a, it's a beautiful film across the board it's great stuff there was a, there was I was just gonna say there was this was, was pre di yeah was, this was still there was an actor who did a one man show he, he had been a secondary player on chips which was a long-running very successful show that ran for years and years and years and years and years and he was one of these chips chips with eric estrada and he was one of the supporting actors just one of the he was one of the goofy other cops chips was respected no, it was it was not respected. It was successful. It was long running. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I, I took one thing around with it. It was, a, it was anyway. So he did a one man show that was peripherally about you know other things, but he talked about how you know as a struggling actor, he'd always said, "I want, please God, I just if it grant me one wish, I would just I just want to be on a television show. I just want to be on a television show." And he goes, and then I was cast on Chips. And I did that for eight years or whatever it was. He goes, he said it taught me to be more specific in what I prayed for. <laughs> because it was a real catch-22 for him. It's like, yay, I'm making bank. Please God doing give chips. me another Star Wars movie. Day after day for year after year, I'm on chips. So I think that's kind of Liam Neeson's like, I'm going to be in Star Wars. And then I saw the script and... Well, I mean, Star Wars, Star Wars, anyway. anyway. I, I just want to point out what we were talking about before. We're, we're 48 minutes in, and if you... And if <laughs> Has you anything put, happened? If you put stock in Joseph Campbell, which I, I do... <laughs> I kind of do. We have still not reached the call to action. <laughs> That's true. Which is... Which is the beginning yeah. of a story. Well, as, we, as we were saying earlier, it's like, wait, I'm not even clear on who the main character is yet. Right. You know, I don't even know who my star is yet. I mean, I yeah. guess we've reached the call to action. Well, that's if you say the call to action kid, obviously. Uh, okay, wow. Now we're, <laughs> now we're pushing. Okay. I think I saw braces just now. Space braces. Space braces. Yeah. This whole pod racing thing is like again sort of an excuse for I mean again ten ten more action figures and ten more toys I totally get it. And George likes racing. That's true. Yeah. The drag the, racing the, is a big thing. The the oh god. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is going to be funny. George I'm Ranch sure. Like a flashback to a bad trip. Here we go. Eyes. Here we go. Brace oh yourself. That that shot was real. Did you see that when he picked up the wrench? That was a guy in a suit. Yeah. And it you could tell. <laughs> I think. Not that bad. No, this oh, is the real shot. This is some comedy going on here. It's when he reaches in to get it. This is some comedy. Now, just start the engine and exactly. save us a lot of trouble, people. Come on. Somebody well, start well, that well, engine. Well, I'm begging you. I I'll give you a... that little moment where he tries to walk away is actually kind of funny. I'll give you a dollar if you start the engine right now, kid. And then they... Yeah. Start it. <laughs> yeah, start it. Just don't look back. Don't, don't, <laughs> che- don't check is... your rearview mirror. Just start it up. Fire it up. Come on. So <laughs> look forward at all. I love, I love... No, my favorite part is none of them... Acknowledge <laughs> his distress yeah. until this moment where she's finally like, "Okay, yeah. hold on." She's like, 
But everyone's yeah. just kind of standing around like, yeah, he does. The that. droids walk away. I mean, yeah, the droids are like, no. Uh, Obviously, no third, you know, Asimov's third laws in, 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 in this, in this world. Going on in the prequels well, he's in the not original trilogy. Oh, he knows that's what's true. going on now. He's like, I see where this is going. Well, I'll just walk away. Maybe racist. If if saying Asimov's I'm, laws in Star Wars only apply to actual humans. <laughs> wow. Let's go talk to Asimov about this. <laughs> Does it apply to aliens? It's working, and here the music swells because this is mm. the important part of the movie somehow. I guess something has just happened. That, that was yeah. that in George Lucas's mind when he directed John Williams. He was like, okay. <laughs> This is major. I want you to go big on I this. I want you to swell the music. This is the moment where everything changes. It's impossible to go to go too small on this section. You can't go too big on that part. And way, now, way. Now, this was the top. scene that Very was shot good. on digital. Oh, God. Oh, and was it? Yeah, oh, and oh, in the it? day, okay. it was like, okay. Okay. I'll bet no know. one can figure out what scene was shot on digital. Except it's got... Uh, insanely the compositing is incredibly... Yeah. Bad? The, yeah. Bad? And the resolution is just lower. Yeah, it's, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can tell even on DVD, better. on NTSC. Oh, and, and by the way, this is the scene where... I, I, I know this is a... a a, a big statement to make, but this is the scene where it all went downhill. <laughs> really? Why is this that? This is when they start talking about midi chlorians. Oh, so wait, are gosh. you saying that the Force is a a blood disease? Oh, yes, exactly. Yeah. Now, see, I thought he could have sexually transmitted. Again, I thought he. Uh, once again, he's missing the point <laughs> of spirituality versus technology. Um, but I thought he could have he could have salvaged this. Like, <laughs> really? I, uh, honestly, no. I thought he could have fixed this. Because people were complaining about it, and they're like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, okay, all he has to do now mm. is because okay. they're, they're clearly a genetic thing, essentially. Right. Um, and he's got clones coming up. Like, everyone knew there were clones. So it's like, okay, what you do is you clone Jedi. Okay. They have the same midichlorian count, but the force doesn't work. Or at least not the same way. So they are forced to conclude that it has nothing to do with the midichlorian. Oh. But they assumed it did. And the, the villains are kind of thwarted by this common knowledge that the midichlorians have something to do with it. That's a good idea. I so like it that. Actually, <laughs> Someone should make a movie out of that. Should, that's awesome. <laughs> Jesus, Miley, you thought about this a lot, I man. So much, I could write three new prequels. <laughs> I'm like really – I'm, I'm, just, I'm just inclined to let you go. See, just watch you talk this well, the, whole thing. No, this but the technology awesome. we have available, we could actually do the Phantom Edit one better just by doing some special new custom scenes right. <laughs> that just that tie the loose ends together. Add a little dabs here and there. Yeah. All right, I, so I we're now 52 minutes into the movie, and we're on our way into our, what, 16-minute pod race sequence. I, I swear. Wow. I'm pretty sure it's more than 20 minutes. No, 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 pretty no, sure no. The original, the, the theatrical release was shorter than the DVD release. The DVD release came out and it was 16 minutes. The theatrical oh. was 14. Really? But oh. it's the the short version, the studio sanctioned. All right, guys, come on. Yeah. Edit it down enough a little bit because that's way too long. It was 14 minutes of CG car racing. With no- How do you like your Star Wars, sir? <laughs> as long here's a, here's and Here's an interesting thing that I'm seeing, and I don't know if it's the DVD or whatever, but there's this, there's this weird... When uh, specifically with Waldo, I'm seeing this weird like honeycomb artifact around his wings when he when he's flying. It's called moray. It's called a moray. Oh, yeah, I just did. It's, a, I it's an alien. I thought it was it's, only moray when when you get like horizontal lines and stuff like that. I've never seen it in motion blur before. I haven't seen what you're talking about, but I, I thought seen I understood. It. It's what like you're that magic about. eye thing. I don't see the dolphin. Look at, it. look at look at it right next to Waldo's yeah, head right now. I can see it. 
Oh wow, look at that. Wow, that's weird. It's almost like that heat wave kind of thing. Sort of. This is insanely interesting. I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm still not seeing it. Oh, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. Okay. What the hell's okay. going on here? Can we can we just address the the questionable morality of what Qui-Gon is about <laughs> no, to do? No, there's no question. Qui-Gon's a douche. Here, here's the thing. Here's, I, I read years ago I read this great article on Salon about how awful the morality of Star Wars is when you really look at it. Oh, it totally here's is. a special group of people. They have yeah. special powers, but it's all inherited. So yeah. if you're not born with these with these midi-chlorians, then you're just fucked. You're a common person and you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And these special people can do whatever they want, and it's okay because they are who Well, they it totally are. negates Luke later as the perfect Campbellian hero who, you know, who's lowborn and right. then rises. You think they would have measured his goddamn midi-chlorians, by the way? Yeah. And yeah. Leah's? Yeah, yeah. Get, the, get those kids a midi-chlorian test before you take them out of the hospital, yeah. I love well, how he stopped addressing that. Again, going forward, he's just like... He just, I'm just dropped it completely because of the... You know. although, although he does mention it in the third one when Sidious is going on about, oh, he harnessed the midi-chlorines. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, you wait, had, so you had, you had to bring that up. your, what, sickle cell? Why? Yeah, yeah you had to bring that Don't one up again. do that. <laughs> I, well, I, I remember the point that I, was, I had and lost ages ago, and that was, again, coming at it from a, a, a huge fan of the original Star Wars and watching this one. You know, the the real problem I was having was okay. I need Han Solo or someone like him to show up pretty darn soon. Yeah, because I, yeah. because my thing is like, you know, I I know you kids today. You like the lightsabers and all, and I like the lightsabers <laughs> just fine. But one of the things that I liked about the original Star Wars that I didn't realize I liked until retroactively was in Star Wars, the original trilogy, there are, in the entire galaxy, in the entire story, there are three, count them, three Jedi ever, ever in history, ever. There's Yoda, there's, there's Obi-Wan, and there's Vader. You know, and, and I guess the Emperor technically, yeah. So you get four. Well, okay. they, na- so they, four. They, they make it clear that this did exist before. Well, but that's the thing. But, yeah. but we didn't have to hear about it. Right. You know? It's like it was this mystical, oh, they used to do all kinds. Here he's You're like. the last remnant of He's goddamn religion. showing it to us. This is like the the first, especially the second one, all the more so. Cool. But this one too. These these movies are. It's like it's like they made science fiction movies out of Vatican politics. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want to see the priests walking up and down the hallways talking about prophecy. I want to kind of shoot somebody. Right. I want to blast. You her. Need, and you need you know? someone, especially in something like this. You know, one of the benefits of a Han Solo or, or something is you need someone to kind of be walking around. To go, this is bullshit. This is, yeah, this yeah. is bullshit. This is dumb. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing here? And then I want to punch and just punch somebody in the head. Course. And then, of yeah. course, he's, you know, in the end, he grows because he realizes, oh, maybe this isn't bullshit, you know, but, yeah, that's but you need fine. someone to... to you know, you need some character growth for fuck's sake. Exactly. Yeah. If it's if it's got to be someone, have it be the guy who thinks this is bullshit. Otherwise, these people are just kind. Of, oh, and I love this little digital character that they run forward and backwards several times, <laughs> doing nice. the exact same thing. But to me, that's one of the problems of the, of the whole overall concept is making this this trilogy so Jedi centric. I mean, oh the only thing that was oh interesting. Yes, some uh, Larry Moe and Curly there. And the only thing that was the they thing spend that was so much time introducing all of them. By the way, they give yeah. them names. They do the whole thing. They make great toys. The the you know what was great about interesting about Yoda and and Obi Wan was that they were these remnants of I this love these you flags, know by the way. this Sorry lost gone religion. You know that and it also never made any sense to me that that Han keep so- him away <laughs> from the pod racer. Yeah, really. 
It never made any sense to me that Han Solo could be so derisive of Jedi as if, you know, hokey religions and ancient weapons. As and, if he had never seen one. As if he was like, it, yeah. but within his lifetime, they used to rule the galaxy, you right. know? It's like it didn't make any sense, you know? Just like the Ghostbusters 2 didn't make any sense because somehow everyone suddenly didn't believe in ghosts again, even though New York had been trashed by ghosts yeah. right. a year before. But that, that I'll buy because Ghostbusters is... As much a comedy as it is anything I else. Think, I think Ghostbusters 2... Yeah, it is kind of like a comedy, isn't it? Yeah. Ghostbusters 2... It's sort of like a comedy. It is... No. As, what I said was, it is as much a comedy as it is... But see, but I think, that's, I think that's the problem, is, is comedy Comedy is just drama with jokes. So right. if the, if the premise... Ghostbusters 2 did make a big mistake in basically yeah. doing it again. Like, okay... Yeah. Don't do the movie where they established themselves. Yeah, they didn't know what else to do, so they just did it again. You know, you know, they are established. Where do you go from there? And they didn't yeah. know what to do. And, I, I and promise at some point we'll watch Ghostbusters for you, Michael. Yes. Oh, my God, please. I, yeah. No, trust me. Yeah. I'm having a lot of fun watching you go off on fucking this. I want to go through the five <laughs> movies that you hate the most now. Oh, I can make a list. <laughs> we'll get Matrix Reloaded on the list. Is too. it Ghostbusters? Oh, we should. No, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2 or uh, Ghostbusters? I actually, well, Ghostbusters 2 is one of those movies like the Mario Brothers movie where it's like, <laughs> I saw it when I was young and I was too young to know it was retarded. So now, even though I know it was retarded, I'm kind of like, yeah, but you know. You know, so I, I can't quite go off on it the way I can on something like this or the Matrix movies or uh, Van Helsing. Though he I, is, I do like though, the second hut in the background. She's hot. Uh, Gardula's a hut. She's, she's a hot. Now, she's a hot hut. I think. Why do we know their names? <laughs> you <laughs> shut your whore mouth. No, I knew her name too. I'm just I, saying. I got the toy of her at Burger King. Look, look, honest to God, half of these half of these pod racer people plus, uh, you know, Gardula the hut. We, I feel like they have more backstory than Anakin. <laughs> like Cody Mandrell, Gasgano, Nutbolt. I know them all, man. They I got make, the video game. They make, oh, and they also make they reuse this, this platform from the Senate. Just they're like, no, put it on a stick. I wanted to go in this I wanted to go into <laughs> right. this a second ago when we were looking at Jabba because there's a whole other thing that happens in this trilogy, aside from the fact that we see Jabba a couple of times. And in the uh, special edition of A New Hope as well. Where alright, something's wrong. I don't think he's rendered horribly. That's not it. I don't know why Jabba's bad, not Well, working. first of all, it's bad modeling. Let's, well, well, okay, wait, hold on. But, oh, I'm, sorry. The, I'm sorry. He didn't need the answer. He's just being <laughs> hypothetical here. He's, he's okay, going to expound. Here we go. I'm just let trying it, to identify the go. biggest difference between... Quiet, he's rolling. Okay, the, the Jabba the Hutt in Return of the Jedi that worked and the Jabba the Hutt in all these that doesn't. And the, the most visible, <laughs> weird, little subtle difference is that Jabba never moved his arms. Mm-hmm. Like, he very rarely, like, tilted his head at all, let alone... Walked around and raised his arms and gesticulated wildly. Like, that whole thing is a CG Jabba thing in and of itself. Aside from the fact that now we're trying to do Jabba in CG, because we don't have to lift, a, like, a, you know, 90-pound piece of foam core to make him move, we can make him move. Let's make him move. And it's like, whoa, we're used to seeing him sit still and be giant-looking and not move at all. And all of a sudden, in the prequels and in the special edition, he's doing backflips. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> the same with Yoda. Well, you're, or you're starting Yoda. Yoda. You're literally, right. Wait, literally Yoda. doing backflips. Yeah, are you just yeah, are you just saying? Are you, did you say that oh, uh, a puppet was actually uh, a better action of the character than a digital version? That's crazy talk. What yeah. the hell are you saying? It's, that the puppet it's, it's was impossible for a puppet to be better than CG. Trip. Yeah, that's right. Except when, except when it is. Except they, when it is. And, well, I mean, of course, speaking as a person who's you know puppeteer and CG and old school, and Phil Tippett was very big on this, and Phil Tippett, of course, was the designer and overall supervisor of the original. Jabba and every other creature in, in, in Return of the Jedi. Um, you know, he, Phil was always very big on don't let, you know, he's the man. If, you're using, if language is allowed on a show, then, you know, Phil, Phil, Phil Tippett's, uh, you know, sign was, you know, the c- computer wants to fuck you because anything is possible in the computer. Whereas, you know. I, I got to say these dynamics here. 
are quite yeah. good. They're the pretty good. But, effects. You know, speaking of computers, if only they'd applied them to when they were doing creatures, because sometimes these creatures just have this weightless. I can do anything thing going on, like Jabba's right. is a good case in if point. If only they had applied them to a sequence that actually mattered. Yes, it had that nothing to do with the plot. I mean, isn't it in... It, Honestly, they, they, someone like Lucas, I think all filmmakers, really, but someone like Lucas especially, needs someone on their team who will go, George, stop it. And that's the thing. is, I, I <laughs> Do you think George would hire that guy? No, that's no, the problem. Yeah. He the, used the, to, but he started, he started drinking yeah. his own Kool-Aid and believing his own hype, and now he would yeah. never listen to someone. The thing like is, that. there's only one person on the planet that can do that to George Lucas, <laughs> and it's Spielberg. Spielberg. <laughs> and even Spielberg's ability to do that is very, very is, limited. And, even, and, and, yeah. and honestly, early on, you see him, Spielberg's just saying, like, I'll let him do his thing. <laughs> I like that and guy's, only, I like that guy's death scream. I'll give it to yeah. you. That. I love that guy. Go on, go. I love I like, that guy. I like what, there's, another, uh, there's another one who looks like a duckbill platypus or someone, and the, the death scream he makes is like, yeah. Yeah. and that's a, it's beautiful. The other thing that's nice is it's it. good to know that sand people have always been and will always be dicks. Anything that goes by, they shoot at. That, what, uh, they're the oh, rednecks of Tatooine. I, like, I love this. <laughs> there's the red. Whoa! More comedy death. Although I don't think he died. Probably no, some of the audience did, though. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay. <laughs> All things considered. Yeah, well, they went to see the auto racing. They deserve what they get. This guy's, like, from Alice in Wonderland or something. I don't know. what mm-hmm. He's, like, from Disney's Alice in Wonderland. Oh, I did like that one alien with the floppy long, like, thing. sail kind of head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that design. You just like things that flop. I <laughs> Maybe that's it. Here they like are, the, the comedy wacky guys. Uh oh! Goddamn there robots! There's gonna be some. Oh, okay, this so... is all the money we gave Niska in advance. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love how Jabba's like, "I kill you." <laughs> He's just got nothing better to do. He's like, you know, this is shit. I'm yeah. gonna kill some. I gotta kill some. Go. I'm. I'm in this. And Amuse me. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I'm in this movie. Even this, even this carnage. Honestly, that's me. probably one of the most in-character things any of the characters <laughs> in the prequels actually do. Is he just Jabba. he just callously <laughs> kills something for no good reason? Like that's the Jabba is well captured as a character, and it's sad that that's one of the yeah. best jobs they do. But I think that's such a, a thing. But I, yeah, I'm not wild about back to the animation thing. I mean, isn't it? What's what's the which episode is with the droid factory? Is that number two? Attack of the clones. Yeah. I mean, it was pointed out that they had to do a special digital three PO when he's hanging off yeah. the thing because three yeah. PO can't actually raise his arms above uh-huh. his head. You know, pointed he, and, out. I noticed. Yeah. And, <laughs> and nobody thought. Well, if he can't actually do that, then maybe he, we should. He should be it. doing yeah. this yeah. because it makes him suddenly look. It was. It's really disconcerting to see three PO hanging yeah. with his arms above I, his head. I, I think, by the way, that we should have seen Anakin using the Force more, other than his ability to not die. Yeah, or, but, or, or at the end of this, comically, accidentally win the war. Would you like to see Anakin be like Harry Potter in the first 40 pages of... Or, 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 uh... Yes, you, occasionally, like, like, or, there's a, there's a point... Fuck you, kid, or, or Voldemort, at least. There, there, was, there was the guy with the... Yeah, also, he's prepared to be wearing bandages or something yeah. over his eyes. So, that can't help. It's not his, not his first, uh, not his first pod race. Oh, here it is, here it is. His his this is a uh, dumb his engine character. becomes disconnected, and he gets some. He gets that thing you you get to to pull your keys out from the corner of the couch, <laughs> the little magnet on a wand, right? It's like no, he uses the force yeah. to pull that thing back to him. Yeah. Okay, if there is ever a time, look at it. Yeah. If there is ever a time that you use the force accidentally, even now is the time. You know, you're, you're uh, under duress, but no, no. 
He pulls out the key wand. <laughs> the uh, heads-up displays in this movie were done by a guy named Tech Knoll, who has since gotten a lot of work doing heads designs. Uh, nice. Since. They are very nice. You can go I to was going to say if, earlier if, when they if, were if, looking at the, the planet, which somehow needed a radar and stuff, when they were looking at Tatooine. <laughs> I was going to say that. There's a planet up ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, uh, go ahead and Google T-E-K-N-O-E-L and look at his stuff because it's all freaking cool. The, I'm seeing that checkerboard yeah, pattern more. It, 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 it's probably something to do. They with don't have TV. security guards that go out and round up sand people. At least on the second lap when they're shooting people, <laughs> or is that part of the race? Okay, it must be part of the race because there's all this so danger. The, the so sand that people means are that getting a the meeting kickback. took place where the guy that was yeah. organizing the race is like, "Come here, come yeah. here. Uh, here's your gun." Oh. <laughs> Uh, keep keep your eyes out. There are a couple of shots in the sequence where somehow they forgot to put Sebulba in his cockpit. Really? I believe it's it's a little bit later on when Sebulba's uh, pod racer is riding up right behind Anakin and, like, trying to zap him with the, the energy or whatever. But you can look behind Anakin and you can see that Sebulba <laughs> is not in his pod racer. <laughs> Whoopsie! Now I'm going to say that you know this this is a great action sequence. Uh, if only it goddamn meant something. Exactly. If, if it only had any value to the plot, and if I gave a damn about any of the cartoons that were actually having this race, and, I, and I'm including Jake Lloyd, but <laughs> but it's you know it, I think the thing that struck me how is, does Sebulba not see that this woo-hoo. is giving him an advantage? Yeah. <laughs> like he seems shocked when when Anakin gets in front of him, but That's- it's like no, he went up in the sky. That, that's what happens. <laughs> that, that can't be. That can't be helpful. The it's great stuff, and I remember being struck by. It, we're, we're seeing it at, not at its best because this is just like you know Ben Burt's wet dream of a sequence. Because the sound work in this yeah. and the different engines and the different sound is really quite spectacular. No, Damn, oh. the they say more than one thing in their world. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Keep it's, an eye out on it, the cockpit. It's like aloha. It means it. many different things. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Utini <laughs> means you know where Jawa- oh, well, hey, where is it? It's the back of his cockpit. Utini huh. <laughs> means we're home. It also means there go there go some pods. It's strange. <laughs> it's a multiple use word. Did you know Jawa has well, twenty consider- words in their language for Utini? <laughs> <laughs> and no it words could, for you know it could mean holy shit. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> it works in context That's in true. a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many Java words wow, for you, snow you there are. You just cracked the case. What does Utini mean? <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly right. Holy shit! Look, they've got a Kindle. Um, you wouldn't think. <laughs> Jawas, strangely enough, have no words for snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Now we're going to transfer some switches, and I'm this gonna thing is going to go over to this thing. Reroute the auxiliary power to the uh, full power to the printing shield. Reverse the polarity. And Why wouldn't you the... build the pod that yes, way? I, I hope no one shoots me in the shield generator. Yeah. <laughs> because that would stop my shield, which is the shield is for stopping shooting. But never yeah. mind that, that right now. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, if someone can, uh, again, going back <laughs> again. to that, if someone can shoot your shield generator, why, what's the point <laughs> of the shield? Either you've got a bad shield. <laughs> if they can shoot your shield generator, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> 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 which, which, you know what? I'm I'm guessing I'm guessing that that they got sold that thing by a snake oil salesman. Yeah, exactly. Shield. It, uh, There's yeah, no exactly. shield. It lights it. up. It buzzes. And they don't, exactly. They don't know that. They've never been shot at before. Yeah. And they just assume that what happened is their shield generator. Shield generator. Really, it's just a thing. Shield generator. That sounds boss. We got to have one of those. Brian, what's the line from Andrew Stormtrooper? Is like, 
Oh, I thought we were, these were designed to kill us. If we get <laughs> shot. Exactly. Why else would we wear it's, them? Yeah, that's another yeah. one, too. It's like, what on earth is Stormtrooper armor for? <laughs> yeah. What at the hell? I thought it was designed to kill us. Is there any shot that won't isn't a kill shot in Stormtrooper armor? And of course, you oh. famously you know, explored that concept <laughs> to its fullest. You know, hit, you but know. not fatally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll get up. I'll get up. Yeah. Ooh. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> okay. Wounded? What does Ooh. that mean? Brilliant performance by the Age of Stormtrooper, by the way. Yeah, yes. Yes, of course. Yeah, I don't know who that was, but he kind of sucked. Yeah, this I don't understand how that worked exactly, but he's like, oh, yeah. oh I bet if I go faster, yeah. I like I'll Sebulba, do all right. Sebulba straight up gives up. Yeah, exactly. Crosses his arms and goes, Bleh. But he <laughs> survives for <laughs> some reason? Yeah. Oh, puto. Dude, this is pre-nuking Fridge Fridge. Also, yeah. by the way, uh... Pudu doesn't mean that. It just sounds like it does. Yes. Pudu, mean, pudu means bantha. If they say bantha fodder, that means it's food. It's not yeah. poop. Yeah. It's not a curse word. You ba- said food. You're, you're basically, he's like, food. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Purina. <laughs> you know. That's the equivalent of what he just did. Spaghetti. Yeah. Oh, uh, Fruit Loops. <laughs> Fruit Loops almost works. I might start using it off Fruit Loops. Getting my figure to Twitter, someone was trying to say, okay, let's Well, let's Jabba go. is as bored about this as we are. Okay, yeah. so. Hmm. But without irony, George <laughs> yeah, doesn't exactly. appear to understand <laughs> exactly. that he's, he's done something very clever. I'll tell you one thing as soon as my wife dies, I'm just going to be dating human chicks from then on. That's it. Um, they do it for me. Although, and I know we're like so far past at this point, but at the beginning, another very small thing that I liked. Is you see one of his like slave girls and she's wearing the metal bikini that Leia wears. Oh, oh the same like, thing. That's good. That's out. A, yeah, so good it's out. like an outfit that he's just always had a thing for. It's I, just in the as stock room. As you can apparently. tell, he's got the like uh, Twilight slave girl outfit, the net, and then he's got the right. net and the metal bikini, and that's those are his. Those things. are his. Those are his. And he just rotates the girls. Yeah. That's all right. Well, that's it's kind of like the nurse and the French maid. <laughs> <laughs> Put on the bikini outfit. I like. Yeah, that's yeah, good. That's one. Yeah, that's a good one. And on the planet where the slave girls come from? Where, where's that planet? Why That's do we ever go there? covered entirely in slave girls. It's, I've, I've actually been to that planet. It's called Comic-Con. <laughs> At least on Fridays. But. Nice. That was good. So I guess Watto has two pairs of nostrils. Does he? He does. <laughs> He's pardon. one at the tip and one up uh, by his eyeballs. Interesting. Hmm. Yes. What a good eye you have. I like that cameloid. That's really actually very cool. And now, here's a great way to take away all of Liam Neeson's dignity. Put him <laughs> on one of those things. And make him go, come on, hip. Yep. I want you to get on this cartoon camel. Wait, watch. He actually says, come on, hip. Hip? He goes, come on, hip. It's like taps his leg. <laughs> Is that what you say to the cartoon yep. space yep. camel? There he goes, come on, hip. Come on, little CG creature. Uh, Let's go back to your friends. I've done Shakespeare. <laughs> I really don't need this. <laughs> I really don't need <laughs> I mean, my career will survive, yeah, 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 but so that's just a testament I'm as to how my, good I am. As soon as I get out of this damn Tunisian desert, I'm calling No, what he's agent. really thinking is, God, I'm glad that Leap of Faith is over with so I can go back to being a serious actor. <laughs> now, now so, we haven't even touched on this, this whole... I'm talking about another plot line that was kind of dropped. The whole virgin birth business with Anakin yeah. has no dad? No, Trey, Trey. Christians have this thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Where their, their savior was born of a virgin. Oh. So what George is trying to evoke... So that's, some, that's also... That's, bear with me. That's, that's in a religion say, already. That's come, up, that's come up in a lot of religions, and doubly so if you believe Zeitgeist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know what you're saying. So, yeah. You cracked me up, but I didn't yeah. laugh. <laughs> I, was I, ment- I was mentally happy with your joke, though. Right on. That is a very nice wake. 
I will say that. That's a beautiful way. That is but the, a fantastic but the, widow's peak. I am aware of that. I had heard right about there. those religions that have that that wacky idea. But the what does it have to? Where is this coming from in here? I mean, what kind of crazy, you know, Jesus myth was George going for with this? I mean, what, what he was, was trying, that? He was trying to. I okay. Playing, I guess he was trying to say George's that, advocate. Yeah. He was trying to. He was trying to make it seem like, oh, Anakin is the savior. Right, because well, whole- J.K. Lol, and it's like, but it's like, <laughs> I, I, it's, it's not again. He he makes this movie in the full anticipation that we have seen the other three. So it's right. like you're not fooling anyone exactly. with that. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Yeah, he's basically comparing Jesus Christ to Darth Vader. Yeah, but then he also got, Vader he also got mixed up in that whole sort of like. Well, but, Darth Vader but, but he's does born as make the, his sacrifice his life and yada yada. yada exactly. Yada. But then he's also like he's also born a slave, so he kind of got Moses kind of mixed in there by accident and and, and Spartacus. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's no, kind of Spartacus, Spartacus story. It's kind of a little of that too. So it's kind of like you know George had the Bible described to him and some kind of feverish state and he sort of turned it I'm, into this I'm movie. I'm pretty sure having watched the uh, prequels, I'm pretty sure George had his movies described to him <laughs> in some kind of feverish state. And by the way, I'd like to point out that that bracelet on her, that cannot be good for a rowdy child. Like that she uses that to punch she's backhanded him a couple times when he's got out of line. That's going to leave a mark. That's going to leave a stick. So you actually think that somebody actually went to George's bedside in kind of a Howard Hughesy kind of way and said, George, before the brain injury, you made these movies that were very popular. Let me tell you about yeah. them. <laughs> Wave of the future. Wave of the future. And, and so this is and so this is this is George's attempt to recreate before his brain impairment I, I gotta, to recreate his former glory. Yes, and I, I gotta say, I, it doesn't seem. I've often been struck several times watching the prequels. Now that's a shot you don't see much in Star a Wars. POV. A POV. What the hell yeah. just happened? A POV. But, never, um, never, and it's and it's a robot's POV. And, yeah. yeah, there's no reason. There's no reason. Oh, it's a robot's POV without any kind of HUD on it. By yeah, the way, exactly. it's just a straight up. He's looking at things, um, which is kind of interesting. I mean, what, yeah. what the, again, George is a, is a fine. I think he's a fine producer. I think he's a fine editor. He's a crap director in yeah. terms of he does. He isn't very and writer. He isn't very visual and skilled as a director, and that's okay. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm uh, especially so just th- that's such a like the, the reason that shot stood out. And the other shot you pointed out was like, wow, that's a like a shot like a director would do in a movie. You know, you don't see that in these movies because that's not George's thing. But um, uh, I've I've often wondered, especially as we get into like episodes two and three, I'm like, did did anyone watch the originals? <laughs> I mean, I you watch it and it's like they all talk about how much they love them. I'm like, did mm. they just assume that they knew them well enough without having to watch them? I, I really think they, they should did. have watched them. Yeah. Because, I mean, when we get to Yoda, as we talked about before, it's yeah. like it's it's like someone vaguely remembered Yoda. <laughs> yeah. Like all the parts are there, but there is nothing right about and it. And I heard they did him as a puppet, so I guess yeah. we'll do that as a puppet. Does but, anyone know how to do puppets? No? Ah, eh, what the hell? But that's the thing. If you go back and you watch the scene in New Hope where Obi-Wan is like telling Luke about his father and you know, he was a general in the Clone Wars, none of that is <laughs> – Anywhere in there, it's like, well, okay. Eventually, Obi Wan becomes a general, but you can tell yeah. that's because George. Somebody was like, uh, George, I know you don't remember, but here's this. Uh, there was, yeah, there was something. There was something. Like, Watch They call him there General was Kenobi. About remember Clone Wars and a general, and um, yeah. I think it was Obi Wan, but he might just have been saying something. It might have been this robot guy, yeah, with a weird face. And, and googly eyes. Well, it's just so. It's just so. I mean, it, 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 it's amazing to me that that people. He does, I, 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 
and uh, Ray Park does, does such a great job of being this total badass, and he's mm. such a nice guy. Like it mm. is so funny. You 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 meet him after seeing something like this, and and he looks like he wants to eat your face. And he did movies, and then he's just so cool to you know. So and about the one person. homage, to, about the oh, one homage comes. to original Star Wars is that he he didn't get to do his own voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so yeah. here's our first lightsaber fight of the series. Yes. Technically, yes. Yeah. Yes. This is it. And it's not yeah. a it's bad one. not awful. No. It's decent. We are an hour and, they, and 15 minutes in. Mm-hmm. And they, 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 the lightsabers occasionally throw sparks for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the bit where it goes cool. kind of into the haze because they did a little bit with that, it seemed like. I keep trying yeah, to place this other actor. What else has he been in? I know him from something. I got to say, I love... I love the design of this ship and the Naboo. It's uh, pretty. Transport. It looks like the SR seventy one. It does. It's, it's it really a, does. It's a gold. It's a silver it. plated SR seventy one. But it, especially it, Ooh. that in in that environment, now, I think it's gorgeous. He ran Darth away like a bitch. By the up. way, look at the bottom of his lightsaber. You can see that it has a solid end. Mm-hmm. Well, all of them do in this. Actually, it somehow goes through it because I guess something about protons or something. Wait, wait, but wait, anyway. wait, wait. All <laughs> the lightsabers have a flat. If butt. you look at them, yeah. They all don't even have a device that lights the light. Really. Huh? Lightsabers are supposed to have a pilot light. The, the, the no. vi- oh, but but what? you do see later that it does not have a flat end. Well, that's okay. That's a good point. What, what I'm no, saying no, no, is no. that Darth yeah. Maul's double-bladed lightsabers end that we just saw was a flat right. sheet of metal. <laughs> right. Which you can get. Uh, I, I'm like, okay, fine. Because if you look at these other ones, there's clearly no hole in them either. Right. Right. Um, but then later on, we do see a an extreme close up of it, and you clearly see a hole. Now this makes no sense the, at all. It's like I've, I've got this. Yeah, something my else walking sedan chair thing. This should I be just, a robot chicken joke. We're just like, yeah. all right, asshole, please, get a, just get out of the stupid walking. Yeah, chair. you get these. I like you. You, you get these fantastic other? marble floors, wheels. Have you heard of them? Look into them. They're actually By the way, easier. Yeah, in um, in the original script, and even in the shooting script, I think that they released. Darth Maul, on that bit where Qui-Gon jumps onto the ramp, Darth Maul jumped up after him and got knocked back down. As opposed to just being like, yeah, fuck it. Oh, right. <laughs> I didn't really care. Well, I, didn't, I didn't want to I didn't want to. I still have an anyway. act and a half. Well, the, speaking of the, this may be the time to bring it up, and I, you know, if, it, if it gets overrun, is there anything critical coming up? We're not going to see Yoda anytime soon, are we? Um, I don't think the, so. The, the guy who did the voice of Darth Maul, the actual voiceover guy, is a British actor who you may know because he's the, he's the roommate in Shaun of the Dead. Um, among other things, huh. he's the yeah. uh, and that's because oh. yeah, he's the kind of a beefy guy. Um, that's he's Nick the Frost? actual voice. He's the voice, he's he's the voice. and and this, then that takes us to talking about spaced. Um, ah. Wait, which, Nick Frost is the voice? No, of, no, no, uh, not, not him. The roommate, not the, the not guy that just like walks in, not the guy on the couch. The, yeah, the, the guy who's a zombie in the, the shower. The guy, yeah, the, okay. the guy upstairs. That he's he's the guy who did the voice of Darth Maul. Weird. Um, he's the voice. It's of weird the guy. to know that. Yeah. So now now space. Which if you people in this room and anyone who happens to listen to this, if you haven't seen space, run, don't walk, turn this DVD off right now and go <laughs> watch space because it is a television series made by and for geeks and it's amazing and it's brilliant. It is Simon um, Pegg and Edgar Wright. Simon Pegg. Right, and, and Nick Frost, and it's what and they Nick did Frost. before they went on to make Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. There's this goddamn bone thing that fucking Lucas forgot about in yeah, this is, 3, it but mean, yet spent more time thinking about than Anakin's lightsaber. Yes, exactly. It's an important and it means something, but we're not ever going to actually deal but, with it. The, but but the, one of the core principles of Spaced is that Simon, uh, Simon Pegg's character in Spaced is a guy 
who has not gotten over the trauma of how bad Phantom Menace was. It's actually a defining thing about his character in this television show is he can't let it go of how bad Phantom Menace was because he's a consummate geek and lifelong Star Wars fan who just, if you bring up Phantom Menace, he just loses his shit completely. And that's, that's actually defined in the, in the show as it is. And it's based on the fact that Simon Pegg himself, Simon Pegg, he tells us in the, in the commentary, Simon Tegg flew from Britain to New York specifically and only to be one of the first people to get to see Phantom Menace when it came out. At which, point, Ed, at which point Edgar Wright takes up the story about the call from Simon from New York. <laughs> How was it, Simon? And, and just like the outpouring of, ah, and just the, the, the pain and the agony that Simon felt. And they deal with, they make endless jokes about how bad the Phantom Menace is in space. Some are just brilliant. I, I would describe them, but I don't want to ruin them. Where they just, they rip on Phantom Menace at every chance they possibly get. So Spaced is great. Space is, it, yeah, it it's, it's brilliant. It's, it's nothing but a festival of references. And what's most brilliant about the references is they don't stop and go, that was a reference, y'all. You either, you either get that they just did five minutes of RoboCop or you didn't, you know, and they just move on, you know, and even just characters will say a line. It's, it's just oh, this guy too. This guy is, deserves better. It's Terrence Stamp, isn't it? Terrence Stamp. Okay. He deserves it's Zod. Better it's General Zod. Yeah, Neil before Zod. Neil before Neil Zod. Zod. So here's an odd question. Okay, me, and me... now, oh, <clears throat> no, I read um, someone, yeah. I, I followed someone on Twitter. I can't remember who it was, but. It was me. He said. It was me. He said, <laughs> I, "I lament the fact that my daughter grows up in a time where Star Wars is about puppets going to meetings." <laughs> <laughs> well, that about sums it up. That, that's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that kind of sums up what we've been talking about. Oh and that, God! And okay, I was reminded Trey. of that. Yeah, it has to make a short film <laughs> now. Puppets in a meeting. Puppets go to meetings. And my my. Old roommate Travis in Florida has told me about <laughs> an actual meeting he had when he worked for a civil engineering firm where they literally had a meeting where the purpose of the meeting was to talk this about – This was not in the, the – this sequence was not in the original theatrical release. Really? They okay. put it back in because it matters. Because <laughs> <laughs> they had it out back. <laughs> yeah. they, they had a meeting at one point to discuss what they shouldn't be talking about in meetings. Like nice. what should meetings be about? And this was a whole meeting. So we have to have puppets, puppets doing this. Puppets going to meetings. That's actually brilliant. And it's, 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 it's always the same spirit of mindset. It's just like a science fiction movie about Vatican politics. It's the right. same kind of like, what? And it's it's a science fiction movie about politics at all, and it's, that's stupid. Because yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't relate to what's going – like if this were – like people have given George credit for being like, oh, it's, you know, it's about – Bush and Cheney and stuff like that. And I'm like, no. first of all, no, because the chronology just yeah, doesn't it does, work. It's Secondly, about Clinton, apparently. He did a really poor job of it if it was. Like, it would probably be a lot better if he tried to reflect some real global politics. Yeah. But instead, he just makes up this political system and makes up the players playing in it, and it has no relationship to anything that's happening. In our world, and as far as I can tell, it has no relationship to anything <laughs> that has happened in history. Like it's not even like he's adapting Shakespeare or anything or, like or that. Or Roman, or the fall, you know, the fall of Rome, or, or something, or even in Star Wars for that matter. <laughs> it's like this is some kind of netherworld, and, that, and that's another thing. It's again, it's the it's the Boba Fett bumping his head thing. He's like, well, in, in Episode Four, mm. someone mentioned the Senate, so I guess that's like, important. They must have had one. They must have had. One I'm going to devote an hour to that. Three movies that yeah. we're going to devote to. It. And the thing is, there are, there are two things I love in this world more than anything else, and they are science fiction and politics. And if you, you know, how do you like it then? You should, you know, it should work for yeah. me. I should love it, but 
No. But it's no. all irrelevant. You don't it get is. a sense it's, of... I mean, it's, it's awful. I mean, if you yeah. took the West Wing and put it in space, that would be awesome. <laughs> but this is definitely not that. Somehow this doesn't seem to be working. Plus, I think the Jedi Temple is one of the dumbest buildings they have. Yeah. I just, I just yeah. don't get... It's like they, you, know, you know they talk about their meetings. They had a meeting where they went over the 57 design ideas, and that's the one they picked. Oh, I don't understand. And, and, and talk about Hello, a bunch of... Now, this is so sad. Now, what? what? What is with the lip? Yoda, dude, what's wrong with your lip? He got stung by a bee. I don't understand. I wonder why. Yeah. Couldn't they just make a mold of the old Yoda? You would think. They want to make. They wanted to make him younger, but I'm like, my yeah, God, 900 whoa. years exactly. old. Yeah, exactly. Years ago. Yeah, That's 30 the thing. Years. Exactly. It's like, look. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's, an, there's kind of an asymptotal relationship. <laughs> you would think. It's but, like, uh, how, how different am I going to look at 25 as I am at 25 in a month? Yeah, exactly. But this, this is another case in point where it's like, I don't know how. I love that. I love... Uh, uh, his name is Yariel. Yariel Poof. Poof. Oh, yeah. Cone, Cone just, has, Cone just Santa going back and forth. Oh, this this guy that yeah. he's listening guy? to his iPod right now. Okay. Yes. I I never I hated this movie so much that I never bothered to learn any of these names. So I think of the, is uh, there's Conehead Santa, and, <laughs> and, and there's Gas Mask Boy there, and uh, and and Yadi uh, <laughs> Mundi. I know yeah. him. And, and Ian, I don't know who that was. Close Encounters guy. That's what I think. I don't of know what the, the freaking uh, the short uh, guy, <laughs> the guy who's not. Even he's even wall-eyed for heaven's sake all right the, well this is what i don't get is is again he's not the, even really the right color whether he's or not far yeah, too green exactly whether yeah, or not the, the old guy was kind of like a spruce kind of green kind whether of or not time. you could pull the old molds of yoda because they might not be be kept yeah, i love i around. love that performance from from sam jackson because i don't think he's acting i think yeah. he's bored out of his yeah. fucking skull i mean it's always what he's doing god bring him before us i don't even know what again i just i don't Sooner or later, I'm going to do something cool, I assume. <laughs> I'm Samuel Jackson. I get to he fight. won't give me the script. He I says get, he hasn't uh, written it yet. Surely to, he's fucking with me. I get to fight in the third one, right? The Tell me. No, he made a big deal about George promised me I don't go out like a bitch. And oh, what did he do? Yeah, Went out like, like a, a bitch. Like a bitch. <laughs> only Bo- only Boba Fett is a bigger bitch in the entire story. I'm and, so- and I think, I think Sam Jackson is just horrifically misused. If you're not going yeah. to have him curse his brains out at somebody <laughs> why oh, why no. even hire like seriously they yeah. don't even have to be real curses make up fucking <laughs> words like poodoo if you want to it's but true. have him scream at someone until they cry <laughs> does he look like a poodoo that's what that's what it's sam jackson true. exists to do it's true because you're fracking him like a poodoo <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're mixing your mixing your metaphors there. That's all right. You're mixing yeah, I mean, your made up expletives. It, it, it is. It is, it. it is indicative that that something many things have gone horribly wrong. When ninety percent of the part of Mace Windu could just as easily have been played by Whoopi Goldberg, right. and it wouldn't have affected. Oh, and here's here's anything. By the way, the the biggest conflict in uh, in, in this movie, genuinely, the most significant <laughs> conflict is settled by a majority vote. Because <laughs> that's, that's in dramatic. In Star Wars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's go back. Star Quorum was the original. Star, Quorum, exactly. star Majority was a, another rejected title. So we can narrate the performance star where it happens. Filibuster. Let's get ahead of ourselves and talk some more about Yoda because I have some questions about it for Hang on, we are going to point something out here. No, we're not. A little trivia thing. No, Let's forget this ever happened. Now, isn't, then, no, because you've got, at some point over here, you've got the E.T. aliens. Yeah, and you got a bunch of oh, little Wookiees, too. Has anyone ever actually seen them? I don't know. I, yeah, I'll point I them have, out yeah. to you. We'll point, we'll point them out. We'll point them out when they come. But before we get there, 
Let's go back to the Yoda because I feel like in Empire and, and Jedi, Yoda's eyes didn't move. For him, for his line of sight to move, the head had to swivel. Yeah, they, they didn't have articulated eyes. He could blink. So it seems like that's like a, a thing you could get wrong pretty easily is eye movement. You, well, Yoda is, and I've said this in my Twitter argument that I had the other day, Yoda is brilliantly puppeteered. He's not a very sophisticated puppet no, in, right. the original, and, in the original. In, and in fact, they talk about that when they mm. were doing episode two. Like They're like... Yoda does not move nearly as much as we thought he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a study in minimalism, which is what you do when you have a puppet that doesn't do much. Is Natalie you... Portman looks desperately sick, yeah, by the she's way. Like, she's like, oh, God, yeah. I'm going to be sick. She's having a bad reaction from the makeup like e. the Wicked bottom Witch. Right. Oh, okay. There you go. They, you also see them when they're all they all yeah, vote, vote now. now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go home. Go home. Yeah. <laughs> eat. Uh, Whoa, eat look e. at that shot. That's Yikes. pretty Yeah, she looks, she, she's acting or something. They're like twisting her toe or something off camera. So. But they, they dollied around her like Exercise and minimalism? Yeah. Yoda in, Yoda in Empire Strikes Back is an, is sure, an exercise in minimalism in terms of performance. Which which you have to do is what you do when you have a puppet, and that's and that's the extent of there they are. That's Terrence Stamp's entire role, Down, right lower there. left. Yeah. ETs. Okay, nice. Yeah, Terrence Stamp's entire role is to also look sick, like everyone. Yeah, oh. that was it. This is. Oh. I'm in Star Wars twenty thirty years too late. Um, you know, Yoda. The one of the rules of puppetry is is animate the biggest feature so Yoda's mostly ears so so his ears are articulated you know they can kind of go down and kind of go up um, and they're easy to you know, Yoda does have big ears I forgot yeah he's got giant pointy ears <laughs> he's green and, and short that's and he, he actually okay. makes you know that's one of the things that is articulated on the original I'm talking about original you know early trilogy Yoda you know they, they move, they animate, because they're big things and you can get machinery in there. He blinks, and blinking is a complicated machinery, and, and blinking and eye the movement. Bl- the blinking didn't always work out so Yeah, sometimes either. it was a little off, too, yeah. Exactly. And in fact, I know a guy, a puppeteer named Dave Barkley, who was, you know, one of the other puppeteers for Yoda, you know, because sometimes it was more than one person in there doing a different hand or, a you know, whatever. And in fact, Dave, in a couple of shots, I don't know which ones, Dave actually is the the puppeteer of Yoda because Frank Oz wasn't even always there. Sometimes, you know, they did other shots and so he was the only puppeteer of Yoda in a couple of shots. Hmm. He talked about how, um, I think it was maybe in the difference between the second and the third one that they did at least then because it was only a three-year difference, pull the old molds out and re- and someone else, you know, built a Yoda based off the old molds and Dave had to go in there and go, ooh, ooh boy, yikes. <laughs> you really messed that one up. That they had the skin on the underskin, on the underskull wrong and it just made Yoda's head all misshapen so that he, he went in and helped fix the Yoda from, that's that's in Return of the Jedi. This, oh, this Yoda is just, it doesn't even look like the same species. I don't oh. know, I don't know who built this, I don't know who's responsible, but, you know, there were better people available. I know many of their names and I don't know why they didn't call them for this movie because there's better puppetry possible than that. The, both uh, in performance Performance and in building. Everything about and you would think that different. 30 years of Star Wars, they could have gotten some uh, so names in a Rolodex they, and they, gotten ready, but uh, I don't know can, why can they I didn't. Can I just point out, they pulled this kid out of, out of buttfuck... Indiana. Nowhere. Indiana. Kid, it's Bette Midler. Tatooine. And then, and then they bring him in front of these people who could crush him with their minds. <laughs> <laughs> and Yoda goes... You're afraid. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. Yoda decides not to train him because yeah. this this He's child afraid. is terrified of the world yeah. at this point. And that can only make things worse. Yeah. Come on, Yoda, for God's sake. Yeah, again, I think... Look at this guy with his fucking shitting and grin. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. 
Oh, Mike, I think we should cut you off. Hard lemonade. It is my hard lemonade. I'll have you know. And this guy, he's a douchebag, too. Yeah. I did that this guy. guy. We're only halfway through this movie, and I'm only halfway oh, through the six pack. Christ, are so. we only halfway through? Is that possible? Good Lord. And again, it's like there was a cool pod race that was Look from at that. some other Look at movie. That. I just have to point out that they had a little trouble with the focus in that shot, and mm. I actually think that's beautiful because they actually... <laughs> Left it. Left it instead of in just three short years. Head. Hey, uh, Hayden's eyebrow moved in kind of a weird way. Can we get a, like a yeah. chunk of the other take and put that out there? Oh my God, she's got a mole. I never noticed that. Can we please get rid of that? I was a little surprised. Oh my God, she walks left. <laughs> I told her to walk left. Can you make her walk right? Yeah, make her walk right. I mean, shit like that. Where there's it's. Perfect. Mm-hmm. The movie is sterile. They just pol- yeah, they polish the life out of it. Exactly. It's yeah. totally sterile. Mm-hmm. Well, and it would help if it had been about something. I have that lamp. <laughs> That's right. Even even if it was a a good story told artlessly, at least it would still be a good story. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Here's, here's an odd uh-huh. question: Is it hard to make a good Star Wars film? Not that George Lucas didn't fail, because he clearly did, but I don't trust George Lucas with anything these days. So <laughs> looking at the original trilogy, is it hard to make a movie that good? What happened? Was it, it the can, universe that be, was so amazing? To be fair, it, Was it the it, timing? It was, or was it the movie? It's movies? kind of a miracle that any movie gets made, much less a good one. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a little baffling to find that, that a movie winds up good at the end ah, of the blah, process. Blah, blah, but, blah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? But I don't think it is. I don't think it's that hard to make a good Star Wars movie, at least not any more than any other movie. Well, I mean, it's like... Well, who in this room hasn't made a Star Wars movie, first of all? But this, <laughs> Chloe but, hasn't. Uh, the, but you, the, the question of whether anyway. or not we've made good Star Wars <laughs> yeah, exactly. movies, I guess, is up to the... That's right. Well, we won awards. Did George win any awards? I don't yeah. know. Ouch! So, you know what blew my mind? Snap. You know what blew my mind? The only Oscar he was he was nominated for in the prequels was was Episode Three. It was nominated for Best Achievement in Makeup. Yeah. Did anyone watch that movie? Oh yeah. Did anyone look at Palpatine's face? Yeah. That shit was a foot thick. Yeah. Now, now here's the thing. I, I have to. You know, I, I don't like to run anyone down, especially anyone in my business. But I've met D- Dave Elsie, I believe, is the fellow's name, and I met him at the Makeup Bake Off. You know, when it was uh-huh. being decided who was going to get nominated for that. For that year? year? Yeah. Oh god. And we're I t- talking about the wrong movie again. But who cares? This is boring. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, well, it does bring up an interesting. The, kind of, the makeup in this is decent. It, it does, say, it, well, other than the Nemordians and the, the <laughs> yeah. anything else that isn't attached to a human. But it also t- touches on what Teague was talking about. Um, you know, there, you're, there's a there's a problem with trying to tell a story and make a movie. And of course, it's George's movie, and he can make whatever movie he wants. But unfortunately, he, but he he also has to. He has this you know crushing burden of a the what's already been established and the expectation. You know, knowing that if he's going to make another Star Wars movie, that it's going to be the most you know scrutinized movie. I, and, I think the, the issue is that he's, yeah. if anything, he spent too much time thinking about that. Yeah. You know, uh, ironically, I mean, he spent too much time thinking about that and not about the story. He's like, okay, I need R two, I need three PO, I need Obi Wan and Anakin and blah blah blah, and, mm-hmm. and Anakin will. You know, I'll cut his hair like a helmet, and, <laughs> and, and, you know. So it looked kind of like Vader already. He's thinking about all the wrong things, whereas yeah. it's like, no, 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 no. What, what part of the yeah. story needs to get told here? 
just make sure you don't contradict anything right. else, which he was unsuccessful. Well, as you said earlier, would, would, would enhance or cause us to review. Exactly. And other than the fact that it's I guess like, we're supposed to see sympathy in Darth Vader, it you know, connects the dots to the, you know, let me look at you with my own eyes ending that it has. Right. But other than that, everything else of this immaterial doesn't make a damn bit of difference. Right. But, and, and, and when we get to Revenge of the Sith, I, uh, I will talk about what could have improved <laughs> That and Return of the Jedi together, but anyway, the the yeah, I would it, like to like, point out that you've gone from no, we will never do the third movie too. When yeah, I get yeah, exactly. done when with we this get one, to it, it's very ominous to me that when, when we one. get to Revenge of the Sith, we're just like, well, wow, it's got to happen eventually. Oh, uh, could that be one of the shows that I I can't be here for? <laughs> <laughs> but um, my uh, the uh, Revenge of the Sith blows my mind because people are like, well, it was better than the other two. Well, it was the best of the prequels. That's I'm a like, tough, well, yeah. I'm going to shoot you three times. And you tell me which one was. Let's bad. not <laughs> let's not make um, that the cornerstone of our defense. Exactly, all right? but <laughs> I'm going to shoot you in two vital organs and one not yeah, vital it's organ. Like, it's like don't <laughs> let don't let the fans tell you what they want to see because they're kind of dumb. Like yeah. they want to see stuff, but they don't. It's not necessarily the right thing. Yeah, to do. they might not be right about like, what they like, want to like see. Like Yoda fighting in, in Episode Two, mm. he said the fans wanted to see it. Well, I thought that yeah. the fans wanted to I, see I, it, I, but you know what? That goes Shut back, up. That goes back to my whole thing, where it's like it seems like, and I, I know there's a, a thousand things between Trilogy One and Trilogy Two that were different, but this seems like the one that was the most vitally important not to do was that <laughs> the movie is playing out like. You know what the audience is going to love to see that first opening night? Right now, we want to see Yoda come in. And we're not just going to have him walk in like we would if it was a movie that people didn't know anything about. No, we're going to, sh- we're going to shadow play the shit out of it and show his ears and the whole bit. <laughs> and it's like, hey, guys, start that screaming and clapping because guess what? Yoda's yeah. going to fight. Yoda in the house, fight y'all. Who? Fight why? Fight what? Exactly. Yeah. Doesn't uh, matter. Uh, hold fight. on. Hold yeah. on. George, George, <laughs> wars not Make one <laughs> great. <laughs> what? <laughs> who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Tell me who said that. Who said that? And then, and the, you know, you see, I know it's not canon, but like, uh, you know, in the Clone Wars anima- animated series, I think it was in Clone Wars, and uh, Yoda pulls down a Star Destroyer. From the sky. Wait, Yoda wow. can pull down a Star Destroyer? Yes. Wow. So why does he need yeah. a lightsaber? That's the thing. Yeah. That's exactly. He and that's what He should be so good. It's the kind of thing, yeah. you know, going back to samurai and martial arts movies in general and stuff like that. It's like when you become a true swordsman, you don't need the sword. Exactly. You can, right. you can fight with a blade of grass. And that's the thing with Yoda. He shouldn't need – I don't know if that's actually true, but that's the philosophy. <laughs> Sounds right? good. No, was, was that right. was it Masashi or whatever? The guy, the guy yeah. said, I'm too good. It's not fair that I use a sword. And he would just use a stick from yeah, then exactly. on. Yeah, exactly. There's so, a so famous like, swordsman. Yeah. Why don't – no, don't. I, I know that people think they want to see that, <laughs> but if you don't give it to them, yeah. if you give them something better, if you give them something in character, they'll like that too. Yeah. In fact, they'll probably like it better. Well, that was the, the – getting back to answering the question about the, the makeup, Palpatine's makeup in, uh, in 3. Talk, I, talked to, I talked to the guy who did it. Okay, so here's about as close to the actual – you know, and he said – he said, you know, I, I went back and forth on it and what he, what he ultimately decided to do. Now, again, we can argue execution, but this was his intent. He said the original Palpatine in Re- Re- Return of the Jedi was, of course, latex because that was the technology. Uh-huh. Um, he decided that even though now we have these amazing silicones and all these other you know, translucent materials and we could do amazing stuff, that that wouldn't look like original Palpatine. So he decided to do the new Palpatine in latex as well. Now, I don't think he did it very well. Is this your well. friend or George? 
This is the guy who did the makeup. Yeah. Okay. This is See, the guy who was, this is the guy who was nominated and won the... Like, well, yeah. we should do it the same way. Yeah. It, it, no, they still, did, it's like, but it was, it's like, look, yeah, they did it in latex, but they still did it better than you Well, that's did. the thing. Like I said, I, 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 I can argue with his execution of it, but this is what the, the point is. Again, it's like, it's that being also, too aware of the crushing burden of there's expectation. Also, yeah. name you me know? another and occasion can, in the prequels where someone was like, well, we didn't do it that way last time. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think, I think we should draw the line. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, with the things they can do with silicone. But, I mean, he was thinking he was thinking the big picture that, you know, again, going with the theory of theoretically someone might watch, you know, you one, know, two, it, three, four, five, six. I think the real crushing know, burden exactly. is like, being who, one of the, who actually does that. I think one of the real crushing burdens there was being one of the only people in that echelon <laughs> who was thinking. Who was thinking about, <laughs> about anything. About these kinds of things. Yeah. Although I'm not gonna, I, I you know I, I'll say John Knoll was probably thinking about it too. So John Knoll probably. I, 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 res- I respect. The no, I actually, I, so. no, I actually have from on again on good authority that I can't reveal. But uh, you know George doesn't really actually spend very much time thinking about what the audience wants. In fact, it's, it, I, he's been directly quoted as saying, like someone was saying, as far as a project he was working on that was Star Wars related, um, he said, uh, "Well, George, the fans aren't going to like that." And his response was, "Oh, I know." Um, so, so, George, the thing I think about George, and this is where I have to, I'll give him his props, is, you know, George, George is making the movies he wants to make. He really is. And I just don't like the movies he wants to make. No one else wants and, to make And them. that's just how it is. Oh, that, I think but that that's is- okay. You know, again, as I was saying earlier, as I were talking about a web series that's very popular that I don't happen to care for, because who cares if, you know, like they're losing sleep that I don't happen to like their web series. <laughs> right, right. I think George, George real, isn't losing sleep over anything either. Is the movie you we know. want, the movie that we love, like Star Wars, yeah. is not the movie he wanted to be yeah and he cannot let go of the fact yeah. he keeps trying to show us what he meant to do yeah what he meant to do and every time he does it people are like well you were wrong yeah <laughs> see, see, and it's a good thing that you didn't yeah George, you know? the, the fact that you didn't have enough money and the studio made you know some changes it was it's actually i mean was a, for the good a lot can be yeah. said about the fact that he thinks he genuinely mm. thinks that empire strikes back the movie he was least involved with is mm. the worst of the series he has gone on record as saying it is the one that he thinks is the worst of, of the, the six. Of the six. <laughs> of all six. Okay. It's like, uh, the one that most people go is the best, of, certainly yeah. of the original trilogy. And yeah. yeah, well, see, there you go. So, you know what this movie needs? I don't know More what, of me. I don't know what the fat guy's shaking. The fat guy shaking his head seems to be an I have spoken thing. Like culturally, that's, I like it just because I it's a fun. Neat. It's just like, well, it's I, clearly an alien thing. You right. know, it's I like a little tick, but I don't understand yeah. the reason. I don't understand the system behind why he does it when he does it. I, I, Brian, you've never been fat, have you? <laughs> <laughs> it is fun as shit. <laughs> to, to an extent, to an extent, I have to say that. Uh, oh, hey, Darth Maul has two lines. That's cool. Was oh, he just staring yes. directly into the camera? No, he's slightly to the left, but. Um, yeah. You know, I kind of like wow, that, that thing. shot. Wow, that shot was shot in the watch... ILM backyard. I just was going to say, it looks like, like where they shake it on the backyard for a second. We had to get a yeah. quick pickup. We need a pickup. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. I watch... hate it when fan films oh. just go out into the backyard yeah. and shoot. Or, oh, or when George does it. The, the... <laughs> what the fuck? Were these guys shot on green screen or something? They look different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is some, uh, some good stuff. Oh, jeez. Uh, that just as this happened. Mr. Action Figure. Yeah, that the, what a great animation of him passing out. I totally bought that. <laughs> I totally believe. How can how can an animated character be a bad actor? <laughs> oh, it's quite how? easy. But um I, I can I can see it being badly animated, but well animated into bad actor just blows my mind. But it's impressive, isn't it? Really, yeah. That that was a that 
that bad faint take took a lot of man hours to execute, right? That's what boggles my mind. That doesn't happen by accident. 57 versions in dailies until they finally said, that's it. That's it. You've nailed it. You've Eventually, it. R2-D2... I hate that one the most. <laughs> yes. Stop there. <laughs> oh, that's that the one. one makes me, oh. That's the one that makes me physically ill. That's, that's the take I've been waiting for. Eventually, R2-D2's uh, abilities to make things... Oh, yeah, and they're breaking back into the, uh, the palace for some reason. Yeah. I kind of... Yeah. I genuinely... Am kind of confused at this point because they have literally taken control of the Galactic Senate. They have voted out the Chancellor and replaced him with their guy. <laughs> and we're we're basically talking about like right, right now with Barack Obama, something's happening in Illinois. They've elected him to the president, and they're like, "All right." We're going to go back and deal with this on our own. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We got this. Yeah. And I don't even know what they're doing. Yes, exactly. We don't even know what the point is. I'm not being funny. I don't know what's happening here. And again, we have to contrast that to the, you know, the original is like, oh, big ball, make planet blow up, shoot big ball, make go away. That, you know, you got it. You knew what the mission was. Yeah, they haven't established what these guys can do. I mean, obviously, obviously Darth Maul is Ah. good because look at him. I know that's racist, but still, I mean, at least profiling. And, you know, you've seen him with the red lightsaber, so you know he's bad. And you've got this guy, you can't see his eyes, so you know he's bad. But it's like... It's like he looks a lot like that guy in the Senate, though. This is obviously weird. This is the this is one of those movies where it's like we don't want the bad guys to win because they're the bad guys. We we don't get any better explanation than that. It's like these are the bad guys, so they must be stopped. And it's like why? And why should I care? And here's another. Also, here's another. Let's go back to stupid shield generators. (laughs) Yeah, really. Easily, easily disrupted. Anyway, yes. But I was going to point out, it's like. I, you know, maybe I've missed it. Maybe I'm thinking, missing something obvious. But what have our bad guys done so far that's bad? Right? Embargoes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Wow. They got to fucking die. Once again. A perfectly I'm legal pretty- embargo. <laughs> Once again, I'm pretty sure. Sanctioned by a Senate, yeah. by an elected body. Exactly. <laughs> Illegal. Oh, those bastards! They this shall not stand. <laughs> but I think it just—it just kind of struck me. It's like, tell me, point it out if I'm missing anything. But have the bad guys done anything bad well, yet? Well, in the original trilogy, what did the Empire? I do don't believe they, they blew up Alderaan. I, I don't. Oh yeah, you're right. Shit, I forgot. <laughs> they burned Luke's. Luke's I don't believe that they've even killed anyone yet. Uh, yeah, I don't think the so. The best that's I, I'm all they've walked around is look look non Caucasian walking up and down a hallway. The the worst thing. That that Sidious has done to this point <laughs> is insult a guy. <laughs> he must die. At the beginning, he, call, he called one of the Pneumoidians a stunted slime. But they're fellow bad guys. And that is the worst that he's... Exactly. And that's a henchman. What is he, you expect him to insult What are these yahoos run around breaking into federal buildings about? That, what, what's going right? on? I'm pretty <laughs> sure that they've done more. Well, yeah, exactly. I've seen so these. They've broken more laws than killed, the bad guys. They've have. killed dozens and by I'm now. Not, I've seen them do it. <laughs> and I'm not even sure that the laws 
are unjust. Like, it's one <laughs> thing if you're like, the laws yeah. are bad and you've got to fight against them, but it's really exactly. like, no, I think there's a reasonable cause to not destroy federal like, property. Exactly. You know what You know what this universe needs? Lobbyists. <laughs> <laughs> These people have no recourse <laughs> when they dislike a law which is passed by the Senate other than to start blowing shit up. It's pretty clear that there's the a is, lot of lobbyists. <laughs> this movie is practically about lobbying. That's what Star Wars Episode One was about. We waited 20 years. Let's lobby the Senate. I want to show what it's really like. And then accidentally defeat the bad guys who aren't really yeah. that bad. They're doing something perfectly legal. Although, well, it, it was questionable. They questioned it. And Palpatine changed the laws. But, you know, that's what happens in yeah, a democratic society. Yeah, and wasn't that a corker of an action scene when yeah. that happened? <laughs> that was, wow. I mean, that was like out of the Matrix, the way, he's, the way he signed that executive order. So, I will, I'll make a plug for the, the most I don't recent. understand how this could possibly be a sensible idea for this kid to get in there. I, or yeah. how anyone could be surprised at what's about to happen. Yeah, or the fact Qui-Gon that... Qui-Gon you know, tells him to stay there. <laughs> Why? That's because he's. I finally figured out where I saw this actor before. This this actor is in Alien Three. He's oh. he's he's the guy with he's the guy with the eighty six IQ in Alien Three. <laughs> <laughs> I Brian finally pleased. I'm sorry. Uh, I I will make a a plug for the most recent like series of expanded universe Star Wars books. I don't know how much of them you guys oh read. Oh my god, you're such a nerd. I <laughs> I, I read I read them occasionally. I read the New Jedi Order, and then I read the series that had come after it. <laughs> there's no, oh, there's okay. no like, justifying. I read the, I read no, no. the NGL. You're already the well NGL. inside the perimeter, my friend. But Go ahead. <laughs> a- after that comes a series that is basically about uh, another civil war in the galaxy. And oh, is this the with the Yuuzhan Vong and all that? No, no, Vong that's the New Jedi Order. Oh, what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was thinking of the Jedi Academy. No, I read oh, some no, of no, the New no, Jedi no. Order, but no. anyway. Go. Any, no, this is, this is after that... That whole thing. But it's basically the galaxy goes back into a civil war, and uh, a major character uh, falls to the dark side, oh, basically. Oh, right, right, right. Mm. Dark Empire. Who's and left? Chewbacca? Ma- I love that. <laughs> I love that. He go- he- this has been out for probably yeah. at least ten years. No spoiler. Like, a major character. No, no, no. No, not, yeah. not in the... J- R2? I mean... The, <laughs> in the series that comes after it. One oh, of the after major- it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. That, the series after it. I forget well, what the proper name. Yeah. Legacy of the Force or something like that. Ah. All uh, oh, right, no, and yeah. Uh, no, I don't know what that. And is. my, it is my supposition that the uh, expanded universe authors, because it's a whole stable, the normal <laughs> stable. Yeah. Well, I don't think that living. I'm going to play <laughs> stupid's advocate. <laughs> And say that I don't think that living things can, but they knew they were fighting droids, so they're, what the fuck? They're energy <laughs> absorbing. That's but they, yeah, energy, with that. energy. They, yeah. yeah, this worked out well. Wait, this yeah. is the yeah. same technology that Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan walked through. This blows my mind a little bit. I can't the, imagine the, the fucking rotoscoping to, <laughs> yeah, to get those blasts. Frightening. That's pretty impressive, I gotta say. Yeah. Anyway, the one point I wanted to yes. make was my supposition is that this series existed exists because the expanded universe authors were like man the prequels suck you <laughs> could have done such a better yeah. job really and they created this i mean it's so it's set. just like a different take on the whole concept yeah yeah, okay. yeah. so All right. if you look at it I like just, that i just want to say that this upcoming take. scene has ruined my life no. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. There is uh, so much left to be said about this movie that has to do exactly with this scene but let's start with the basics which is that 
Darth Maul is fucking rad. Darth Maul is badass. Why did we need Dooku? Why did we need Grievous? Because they accidentally killed Maul like a bitch at the end of this movie. Couldn't couldn't these have been? Couldn't have kept Darth Maul? Mark is is on record. He was I I was at a Comic Con panel or something, and he was on record. Someone asked him how he felt about the way he died in Phantom Menace, and his his (laughs) one word answer is disgusting. He hated this. We're talking about Toad, right? Yeah, exactly. By the way, that's one of the many. That's one of the many jokes again that they do beautifully and don't say. By the way, that was a joke we just did in space. Is again the guy who is the voice of Darth Maul is in also in space. He has a supporting role in space, and at one point he, in context, says. Soon we shall have our revenge. <laughs> and they just go on from there. And they don't go, that was the guy who did Darth Maul. They, they just, it, yeah, you either yeah. got it or you didn't, and we're moving on. We, uh, by the way, we by the way s- Anakin has the attitude of a kid who has played video games before. And number one, he's or driven a in pod. another universe? Or galaxy, <laughs> at least. I assume our universe, whatever. Mm-hmm. But number two... I'm pretty sure there are no video games there, period. Number three, he was a slave, and... He's a slave with his own robot and his own pod. Yeah. Slave slave is a pretty cush gig in this universe. Yeah, actually. Yeah. But uh, we should also point out that we are now... I do love this scene. ...in the music, the, the last time John Williams ever tried. Yeah, <laughs> Duel of the Fates. Yeah. I love this cue. No, no, it's no. great. It's great, and which it's, of course has become. The- oh my God! Look, a dolly shot. Wait! Oh my God! No look, way. I'm it's real directing. Lens. No way. Those are bent. Oh, oh wait! I love this. See, I love the shot. Watch, watch again. Darth Maul goes to the edge and kind of whoa. <laughs> he has a second where he almost falls. Yeah, right. Off. Like, dude, you got that whole room. You had to go right to the edge and yeah. then realize, hey, I might fall. Okay, so right off the bat, we've got something we've never seen before, which is a double-bladed lightsaber, which at first seems weird, but now, like, seven years later, it's like, yeah, "Eh, whatever, it's a lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. No, remember watching the trailer? Yeah. Oh, my God, that's awesome. Nobody... Who, who yeah. thought of that? Huh, that's a yeah. great idea. Oh, I, oh, oh yes, yeah. Yeah. Well, if it's made of cortosis, then of course it could possibly contain the... Ca- oh, my God, <laughs> cortosis. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> See, it's an, I, I hope... I, I'm not I a nerd, but I play one on TV. my eulogy has no idea how much time I've spent talking about goddamn cortosis. Now, for those who don't know... Maybe you should just take a few more seconds of your life, dude. Lightsabers are all powerful, right? Except. Lightsabers can cut through anything. Except. except the. Except the material. The, the mythical known material, as cortosis. Cortosis. Now, the question is it's unclear. Yay, Jar Jar's funny. He's um, the comedy <laughs> slapstick while the people are dying. I like this shot right, right here. Love yeah, that I shot. Like the, I like the rolls. Here's, uh, my favorite bit about this is, is later on, I probably should save this. <laughs> Porkins Jr. there. He finally. Until they accidentally. Are victorious, but yeah. I mean, really, if Whoops. you think about it, all those Gungans die absolutely needlessly <laughs> for no reason. All they had to do was not be there when the droids walked across the field. Yeah. They're not holding a position. They're, they're not. The, they're not. The s- feed palace is in the other direction. <laughs> what are they doing there? The robots went out to attack yeah. the Gungans. If the Gungans were there, they yeah. would have been fine. Hey, Gungans, here's an idea. They're not helping. Here's a thought, Gungans. You're water creatures. Why don't you go? Underwater. Let's see the droids deal with that. Okay, okay. Uh, Once again, stupid advocate. I (laughs) guess they were trying to pull the forces out of feed. They they were the diversion or the diversion. Yeah. Yes. But 
Let me teach you Gungans to do work. Operation Gungan Shield. Operation Gungan Slaughter. Gungan Shield. Gungan Shield. Get behind the Gungans. Yes. Yes. A shield that you can walk through, just like the shield you actually have. Yeah. Well done. A shield that you can get through. Here's the Batman sequence. I hate this. I hate this with a pattern. By the way, every time you see a waterfall in one of these long off shots, it's Salt. Mm-hmm. Oh. Salt pouring over a little cliff. I still viscerally I love hate how, that shot. I love how, um, uh, what's his name? Tanaka? Good. Well done, yeah. old chum. Or Panaka. Something Panaka. Like something. Captain Panaka. Panera. Uh, he, as, he, as he goes up, he's got his legs spread out <laughs> wide. I just, <laughs> there's something about that. that got kind of a wide. is just kind of straight up and down. And look, at the, like, uh, look at the giant statue in the back kind of that Kind of a wide stance he's no got there. This so, is cool. Dorkman, let's let's talk a little bit about the lightsaber thing that's going look, on. Look, look, you can't see them because the background is bright. God damn it. Why don't people understand? I don't know. Wait, wait, <laughs> Why do they cast shadows? That's what the were you defending question. just then? What point were you trying to make? Do people, people are always like, oh, it's a, it, it, people who are making lightsaber films are like, I got a bright background. How do I still see the lightsaber blade? You don't. You don't. That's how light works, you yeah. assholes. Yeah. And like you see it right here. <laughs> For further yeah, science oh, hold on, hold on. He Wars. stands there and Jim watches Kata. for a little while. Gee, I hope he's going to be okay. And then, okay, I'll get back up. And and that's a hell of a jump. That's a hell of a jump. It's a it's little... a force jump because he's using the force yes, to help. Yes, it is a force jump, but they don't use it. He's way better. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Well, you know, again, another George... Yes, this... this this sequence is what is what made me be like, I want to make a lightsaber fight. And uh, the rest is... Eventually going to be history. But Man, yeah. it's a really good thing that his heel's stuck in just then. Yeah, right. He would have slid straight yeah. through. Oh, here thing. we go. Here we go. Look, close up hole in this hole in the emitter. Oh, you're right. Yeah. But okay. you could reasonably state that's the other side that we weren't looking at. In the they work so very one differently. Side is one way, the other one side. One got a lightsaber is reverse engineered from an entirely different lightsaber. So one, even though they look the same, they're just two different. It's funny how this effect, even though it's you know much later, it looks like some kind of last starfighter. Just something about the way they're glowing. Oh, see the fucking shield generator. That's what Georgia. Hey, uh, let's have them shoot the. Oh, this is the worst shot ever. Oh wow! (laughs) Look at the texturing on that. Wow. That has always bothered me. That's that's a, even that's a before I knew to care about stuff like this. (laughs) Something (laughs) felt wrong about that one. We've done our jobs. We've been massacred. Let's get out of here. I love how he's like, uh-oh, the <laughs> things that can save us. Oh, <laughs> oh dear, what now? Surely we should, yeah. So so both battles <laughs> Run, are... Run, everyone, it's salvation. So both battles are won by incompetent dolts who are actually doing the wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, Which is really let just Let that a be great... a lesson to you. It's hard yeah. to imagine how these Never people tried. lost control of the galaxy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just don't understand. That's a, that's a really great lesson I want my kids to yeah, watch. Yeah, we... I guess we could plan some kind of strategy, but surely some five-year-old or lunatic will save us. Jar Jar, I honestly don't understand. I would have left him to die. You are the cause of all our problems. (laughs) He was exiled from their society. (laughs) That's like exiling a person from the human race. (laughs) He sucked so much, (laughs) and now they're saving him. When they would, when they would be completely justified and yeah. being like, "Hey, yeah. shit blew up," and, it's a- and he was there, <laughs> you shrug, you know, and he, the, and that person who let him die would probably get a medal. <laughs> it's the, it's the same kind of thing. It's like Unless we're it seeing chewy. people, we're seeing people go through tremendous effort. Unless we, it was we, chewy, exactly. The, people have going through tremendous effort. We just haven't, we just missed the part where we understood why. Right. Why? So now they're trying to save Jar Jar. Why? Because it's funny. 
oh, oh, or something. I love. I do love when uh, R2 screams. I'm not sure why. I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think that's. Fuck! I do think that's brilliant when Jar Jar just shri- uh, Jar Jar. Fuck yeah, you. R2. R2 just shrieks <laughs> in terror because he knows. Cause I, I, you know, it's it's the kind of thing where he's like, "Oh man, if I had arms, <laughs> I would smack this I kid. Could, I could end this all right now. All I can do is hope you stand still long enough for me to rape you with my little thing. All I can do is shriek in terror, <laughs> and that pisses me off because yeah. I'm the most competent person like, yeah, exactly. in this entire series. I'm the only one who knows what's going on in this motherfucker, I'm and sorry, I, I can't do anything. Darth Maul, fucking awesome. Yeah. He really is just so. The, the face and everything is just so cool. The, 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 fight the sound is, design. The fight of, is real. It's the best fight in the trilogy. Yep, it's the best fight in in terms of pure Ever. Oh. technical. In terms of pure technical like stuff, it's the best fight in the series. Did Ray Park it, help choreograph it? Yes, that's why the other so. two aren't as good. Um, Wait, you mean wasn't. Christopher Lee didn't help choreograph his shit with fucking Yoda? <laughs> Christopher Lee? Literally, I think that the stunt double just waved the saber around yeah. and they figured Yoda out labor. Yeah. Labor. Later. Yeah, later. I've had That's a lot funny. of Mike's That's a funny idea. Oh. But it is. No, you can tell. You can watch him. He's just swinging. And yeah. they put Yoda in And then later. they... they they How figured does Yoda it out get later. all the way over there and so, and so uh, he jumps. He flips five times. Go. Oh. Oh, of course. Because he's a Jedi. Um, <laughs> well, you know, it's it's. it's it, I know it's also. It came up. Uh, I think it was in uh, the third uh, third movie of the new. Trilogy. By the way, here comes our obligatory one one three eight. Yeah, yeah. On the back of oh, one nice. battle droids, right? Uh, I love how Jar Jar right there. That's that's treason. <laughs> he, he is a general who surrenders to the enemy. To add to an ongoing list of war crimes that all these people are committing. My God, they're going to be at the end of these. They're all like, you can't execute these people enough for the shit they're pulling in this in this war. Oh, it's now there they go. Flavin. No. Well, George has gone on record, and I and I, I, I admire this. You know that he said, well. It's very important, and sometimes he did rein people in, that Jedi are not Superman, that they oh. don't fly infinite distances. They don't do this or that. You know, that, that they were often, oh, yeah, so a force jump can only legitimately be... <laughs> Take you 12 stories. Exactly. Hey, now, but, you know, let's, some, let's... They pushed it here farther, probably farther than they pushed it anywhere else in any of the movies, but... Uh, you oh, know. And, and here, she, she basically blackmails him. <laughs> takes him hostage and tells him to write a new treaty. Yeah. After, this is the best part. This yeah. is the best part there of this go. entire movie. The best 45 seconds. You and McGregor's been waiting two hours to do something, and here it is. No more waiting off in suppose, the distance. You know what? I suppose you could give him that in, in terms of a like character development, right? He just stands around, and now <laughs> yeah. he's finally doing he's something like, proactive. My master's you dead. Can I can finally that. do something. You can give it that uh, from a character By the way, you'll recall... If you go back to the point in time when you first saw this movie, that the idea of having an apprentice was an entirely new This is new brand thing. new, yeah, this whole Padawan thing. And yeah, Padawan. So was the word Sith. Yeah, not for a Sith. They, they've used Sith. Sith before. Sith was around. Just not in the, just no, not in the they called, Vader, No, they Vader, called Vader, 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 Vader was Sith. called Vader was Vader of the Sith, although they didn't make a lot of big deal out of it in the original trilogy. But the, but, the, but, but the, uh, but the uh, only two there are, the rule of two, that was, that was, that's, that's that was all new. Movie. Yeah. 
And again, and what happens if one dies? Is there like a new one right away? Then only one there are for a while. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Until again, there are two. But again, that was my argument with this whole thing. Is like, I like how he accidentally <clears throat> shoots the torpedo. Yeah, exactly. It's like, again, this has got a big, nice boom coming Those up. Those are really slow-moving torpedoes. If you're in space, it might take a day for it to get to where you're shooting Yeah, that's... Now that's going like 25 miles an that hour. That guy's surgery did not work out well. Talk about space. Yeah, just cover it up. You know what? We got gas masks and yeah. no one seems to mind. Just cover it up. Whoa. Snap, 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 snap. There we go. Oh, nose. That was the ending shot of the trailer. Of the trailer, yeah. Is a droid running from an explosion. <laughs> running from explosion. Which is funny. Yeah. Like that could be funny because you're dealing, you're always dealing with. That's the the thing in action movies is people running from explosions. I I don't think George realized that that was because <laughs> he didn't use it that way. Yeah. But it could have been quite funny if he had had the the droid like leap away, from the <laughs> yeah. but but fail, you but know, fail yeah. exactly. Yes. Well, it, it, this whole the droid army and thing, that falls for some and reason. that falls. Yeah. Space. Well, it's hopefully it's being deflected by the explosion. It's either but, being de- uh, we could say gravity from the planet. Well, I think which one means a lot of right people there. are going to die the ex- real yeah, soon. Exactly. <laughs> well, who was it that uh, what was Endor Holocaust? One one three eight, like you just said. It was oh, Endor yeah, Holocaust. Yeah. The whole examination of what would happen to Endor <laughs> after the parts of the Death Star started to rain down on the planet. That yeah. Endor would be annihilated Impact by winter by that much mass. <laughs> Coming in, coming in from orbit. Wow, I've never noticed that you can see the charges as they go off when he does that. Or not necessarily the charges, they paint them out, but you can see that it's coming from three independent right. spots. Here yeah. Here's, a, here's that old Jedi trick. I will kill you with my giant And hole. Darth, uh, here's, here's the best part. Darth Maul, the super badass, stands there and watches this. Yeah. No, like, and does nothing. I wonder what he's going no. to do. Here's the best part. Obi-Wan couldn't fucking see the saber. <laughs> yeah, how would he... They did a, he felt like it. a point of view cutaway he to totally, something on the other to side something of six feet over his head on a, on a ledge. There's a great... After episode three came out, somebody did a, a parody script of it. And, and he's still alive, even though yeah, he was stabbed through the heart. Yeah. I couldn't get up and help you, but I, I just wanted to he, save my he energy. He love from, a bad name. Ooh. Well, to save anyway, my energy for Anyway, uh, at the end I of the parody script, you. it hits the moment where it's like, give it up, Anakin. I have the high ground. <laughs> and in the parody script, it goes... I have the high ground, just like Darth Maul did in episode one before I killed him successfully. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> I just wanted to know, don't ever do a movie with Cher. <laughs> oh. To be fair, again, you could you could say that Obi-Wan learned from Darth Maul. He's like, all right, yeah. he's going to jump, yeah. and I'm going to do what yeah, Darth Maul exa- didn't exa- and just fucking swing. <laughs> Wildly <laughs> is just put my saber in front of the guy as he flies I mean, through the he air. He kind of learned from Darth Gre- uh, Darth, just General Grievous too, because it's like if if you can just spin four lightsabers, and again, yeah. this is another movie. And how we'll much get skill to it, do you need if you can just do that? If you can just do that, there is no way. <laughs> that's like trying to that's like trying to successfully stick your finger through a blender <laughs> exactly. without getting hurt. Yeah. <laughs> And stop the motor. <laughs> like, yeah, I think I think for spinning lightsabers, it's kind of. I don't know if they teach a defense. Do they teach that? Is our Jedi class even, for that? Grievous isn't even trained. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Right. He spins. That's his is there, thing. Is there a Jedi class in like? Okay, let's say your opponent has four arms and I they like can the rotate blue, independently. Blue flower yeah. guys. Don't they? Be, they become red later on. They we represent the lollipop guild. Yeah. 
But it's you are now chairman of the Lollipop Guild. That you can Benbert. see part of their faces. Rick McCallum. So they're not wholly evil. Yeah, they've not obscured themselves. sense of a galactic empire. I swear this looks like the end of Wizard of Oz all of a sudden. That's crazy. Now I I heard it. I don't know if anyone else There's heard our, this. Oh, there it is. right there. Oh, oh, and and a good one it is too. The um. They, they, what they, the? You know, hey. you know the day they were shooting this scene, you can see a behind the scenes thing. Whoosh. There's a behind the scenes of of George talking to Frank Oz, and he goes, "You know, it is possible to screw these things up." Is it now? I made – he's like – he was talking about more American graffiti. He's like, I made more American oh. graffiti and I made 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and Frank Oz is like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he doesn't know now, what to say because he's got the script. Yeah. And he knows yeah. full – like Lucas is like, I, this is your last chance to stop me. I you think know? you yes, – You're the only one I it's trust. Like, it's like Kill Lucas's me. last remaining creative talent. He's the cry for help, man. Stop me. Kill me. <laughs> Kill me now. Kill me before I make another one of these. It's like, it's like there's like some secret organization that's like got a gun to George Lee's yeah. head and go, make the worst movie you can possibly you can make possibly. where your family gets it's it. A ver- well, I saw, like, I like, saw, like, like Doctor Who came from the future and said, it's vitally important for the future of the galaxy that you must make people hate Star Wars. Do whatever you can. <laughs> have you seen, have you seen um, To make people uh, hate Star Wars. Uh, the fan film Fall of a Saga. No, no. That one I've was heard actually, of it. That one was actually really funny, and I really like that one because it was basically Lucas goes in and he's gonna write Episode One, right? And he's so excited, and he's he's gonna do it, and then <laughs> Satan appears <laughs> and basically goes, "Hey, remember when? <laughs> remember our deal? Remember, remember when Episode Four was about to be shut down, and you couldn't get the money, and it was just a total train wreck, and you needed some help." I'm calling that in. <laughs> 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 and, and so Satan gives him the script oh. for episode one. It's like, and you got two more to do. You know, it's oh, like, that's great. It's like, I love that because I'm I, gotta like, check I that would out. like to believe that that's exactly what went so down. So wait, I, I like the time traveler idea. I yeah, want to see that. Someone goes to the future and says, okay. I like this okay. music, by the way. It's very important. This scene yeah, is I like retarded, the occasional. Like by the way, horses and earlier there yeah. were ducks. Yeah. Horses, yeah. The horses kind of like, wait a minute, horses? He couldn't put a horn on them? Yeah. He couldn't just make them unicorns? You had a camel the, wait, with a fucking... the horse? Huh? On the, on the arches. There's, there's statues There's horse horses. statues, yeah. So maybe they but, are the unicorns. Like, there maybe there go. are <laughs> unicorns everywhere, and the ones without the horns, they're the mythical creatures. See, so we can give them that. Nice ec- oh, how cute. Nice echo they're doing here of the ending of uh, uh, New Hope, Hope uh, yeah. kind of, sort of. Now, I oh, kind of, oh, oh and by like, the way, by the way, this is the resolution yeah. of the of the civil war between the Gungans and the Nabooians, yeah. which has not really been <laughs> yeah. a war. It's yeah. just it's been a cold war, if anything. They've just kind <laughs> yeah. of left each other alone. But now he gets this glowing orb <laughs> thing, yeah. which by the way looks a lot like the things that killed the droid. <laughs> yeah. And like keep it away from R2. It's a trophy. And and declares that this means peace. Okay. Quite and, loudly. Here and why is she wearing a fairy costume? Beautiful. I'm a fairy princess. Jar Jar seems excited about that for no good reason. Yeah, Jar Jar seems Yo! excited about everything for no good reason. I'm going to nail you later. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> and R2's like, shit. R2's <laughs> oh, it gets worse from here. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I have seen the future. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, when do you see what your kids get up to? Yeah. Holy mackerel. At least yeah, you guys aren't related. Star Wars was great. <laughs> the first one? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's it's, it's amazing because even when I watch... You finish like, that movie and you're like, that was 
even really when enjoyable. I watch, even when I watch parodies of it, like even when I watch the Family Guy thing or whatever, it just watching it, especially Family Guy, because they basically just do it again. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and just mock the whole thing. And yeah. just, they, they don't even bother to mock it half the time. Half the time all they do <laughs> they is they do it. do it again with their characters, and that's comedy. But um, not going off on Family Guy right now, but uh, – Tonight, like is, tonight watching, is a Family Guy Star Trek episode. Even yeah, watching, their fa- even watching the Family Guy thing, you watch it and you're like, God damn, this is a good movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not even watching the real movie. I'm watching a parody and it so... reminds me of how good the movie is. And, yeah. And in that moment where they, they have the whole Stormtrooper musical and they go through the whole number, <laughs> I was sitting there going, shut up. I want to get back to the story. <laughs> but I just Stop couldn't. it. And Frank Oz is Yoda. Poor yeah, Frank that's Oz. that's a bit of a stretch. For everyone, look at Ian this. Ian McDiarmid. The f- I don't know why. I I, 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 I love know. the fact, by the way, that they brought Kenny Baker out of what I assume is a happy <laughs> retirement to stick him in a trash can again. Yeah. When they were perfectly capable of automating the entire thing. Yeah, I think it was more of a. It's it was more of a you know. Homage thing. It was yeah. a family thing. I mean, you know, there really hasn't been any reason for Kenny Baker to have a job since the first movie. Right. You know, so it's just, it's nice. One of my they, favorite. That's why they keep sticking him into other short characters. Like, oh, Kenny, put on the thing with the green head. Why well, go do that? Uh, well, you, usually that's either Kenny or it's the. Uh, uh, or it's Willow. Warwick, Warwick yeah, it's Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. Yeah. yeah, this movie. I mean, I carry this a torch for it in, for in some order reason. of like. <laughs> Importance, because I'm not sure this is in appearance order right here. But. Anyway, what were you saying? Okay, you t- Sophia Coppola, that's right. So, lest we forget, Sophia Coppola is one of the other Ooh. queen attendants. Really? Yeah. Wow. So there you go. So, so, so that that's like the one thing. It's like it's like American Graffiti in that sense, where everyone became a star. It's like, well, nobody amounted to much of anything from this movie except uh-huh. for Amidala's doubles, who all went on <laughs> to great careers for some strange reason. Anyway, so. You were saying that the Phantom Menace I carry a torch for for some reason, and the more I watch it, the less I know why. I just I, I think it hit me at the right point in my life. It's like well, the, that's what I, that's it's what like the girl. Earlier. It's like the girl you thought I was not in high school. Like you go to the reunion, things. you go, oh wow. I still think wow. there are honestly <laughs> some things. <laughs> I thank are, God for there, unanswered prayers. There are some things this movie did better than the other two. Not not the least of which is aesthetically. This no, looks yes. the most like a Star Wars film. I'll give the you last that. two are very very consistent and very cohesive. Mm. They have a, a thing. But it's very much not Star Wars. Because it's a giant, colorful CG marathon. Yeah, yeah because a, this movie is actually – there's real stuff in this movie. And there's <laughs> real stuff in the original trilogy. We, we laugh, yeah. but no, seriously. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those were real buildings. Yeah. <laughs> and it, how, how awful it, is that? That's a distinction we have to make. No, no, the, there's real production design in that. Yeah, no, they actually had to go to some locations for that one. The, Somebody actually, there were carpenters in that. Well, movie. It's, it's 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 partly what we said about uh, you know uh, uh, Temple uh, Crystal Skull was that you know Crystal Skull had that all CG look because everybody's middle aged and doesn't want to go to Tunisia for six months anymore. And right. uh, you know, it's just, and George is also that whole sort of you know I I don't like making movies anyway i don't want to make i don't like making movies i just like editing movies so you know he's he's always been kind of lackadaisical about the i don't process like releasing them very much yeah <laughs> yeah just, i mean really yeah. that was the thing it's like okay okay guys here's a problem i really hate star wars <laughs> and and that's not my problem my problem is that a lot of people seem to like star wars <laughs> so what Okay, I'm trying to brainstorm here. What can I do about this? I'm what? trying to – what characters do they really like? Well, George, how about – what if you were to make Star Wars what you think it should be in a way that everyone else will then hate? 
Well, okay. Well, let's, <laughs> let's first first. What characters do they like? Because we need to make sure they're not in there. <laughs> and if they are, they're they're in a stupid way. We need to corrupt them <laughs> and make them do. And, and, do horrible things to them. All right. Well, well, I, I'm just I'm just spitballing here, George. But what if we took Darth Vader, the most iconic villain in history, and made him an adorable toe-headed kid? Hmm. <laughs> Good start. Let's okay. Let's make him. Let's make him a slave. Oh. Let's let's not get into any social commentary <laughs> or anything like that. He just. He just lives in some in some crummy apartment <laughs> with his mom, like and, uh, like slaves do. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll take him away, and I can only assume that will be enough to make him Darth Vader. <laughs> Eight hours later, in screen Eight hours time. Late. Uh, I, I I fully expect that people will have ceased to care about it. That's my goal. If I've done my job if properly. They're, if they're still paying attention, then I've done something wrong. Yeah. All right. Not a very good George. What, what no, is that was fucking great, man. Well, no, that was a, you know, you know, you know, you know, that was an okay, George Lucas. That was all right. Okay. So, uh, so Brian Finifter. Oh, if if yeah. not me, you have said the least in this commentary. Ugh. Out of ten, he was just weeping. The and whole we're, time. Not com- we're not, we're <laughs> not complaining. Overcome. We're not, we're not comparing. Just straight up, out of ten. If, if, if you if you put the Phantom Menace in, watched it, and rated it, what do you give it? Three or four. Whew. Three or four. That high. <laughs> <laughs> really? No. I mean, I, I would have expected like a one or two out of you. Well, the production design is really good. Yeah, it is a pretty movie. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have the sound on, the movie freaking rules. <laughs> no, it's still boring. No, nah, not really. No. Yeah. That, no, that wouldn't go that far. It's better. But okay. it's it's pleasant to occasionally look up at. So we'll go for a three and a, three and a half out of ten, huh? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All right, Michael, what do you think? It's really... It, it, like, I'm trying to... I'm putting it in my mind. I'm like, what would happen if I saw this on Sci-Fi Channel? Right, it's like completely disconnected wow, okay. from completely disconnected from Star Wars. That's that's an issue right? way to look at it. Okay. What if I had never? What if this was really Episode One and and there weren't any others? Like, what would I think about this? And it's like, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't care. Yeah. Like, there's just nothing. Like, this feels like a, a really expensive. Like, if I saw this on Sci-Fi Channel, I'd be like, "Wow, they really, they really, stuff yeah, they've they've, they've, they've they've upped their budgets <laughs> from their normal. This they is spent not... a lot of money on this, but it's still, yeah, it's a it it's it's a very expensive Sci-Fi Channel movie, and mm-hmm. and so, they got better actors than Sci-Fi Channel usually gets. <laughs> usually. But hey, not that it helped. The, not that it helped. I mean, the script is is, yeah. and the script is more fantasy still. If you really think about it, the script is more fantasy than sci-fi. It's just, it's just pointless. So yeah. I would say I would give it a co- completely disconnected from anything else, just watching it the first time. I'd probably give it a two or three just because, like he said, it looks really like – it's very polished and very – So you it, give it, it a like – Brian, three and a half. You, two and a half. Two and a half. I'll say two and a half. Trey Stokes. I, in context of Star Wars. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's, you shut your mouth. Well, it's awfully hard. I mean, obviously, this is awfully hard because it brings so much baggage with it to sort of separate. Although, looking at it as a – seeing it as a sci-fi channel movie, it's like I can almost see it as a sci-fi channel movie too. <laughs> I can see it as like one of their big event movies, you know, where they actually went as far as spending almost a million dollars on on a, on a, on a movie. Um but nothing crashed into anything else. Yeah, I, like yeah. worthwhile. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I th- I think I 
in in being part of this conversation here, I think I sort of grasped it and maybe articulated it earlier in a way that I'd never been able to was able to before. But I'm just I'm amazed how however however long that was that we just watched 18, 19 hours. <laughs> Nothing of any import actually happened. There was I, I still couldn't tell you what the story of that entire movie right. was. I can't tell you what it was about, and and you know, we didn't even or have the sound on, or why it mattered, or I, I'm still not even clear on who the hero was exactly. <laughs> and you know, because the guy who I thought was the hero, he died, and the other guy who I thought was the hero, I guess we're going to find out later, is actually a bad guy. So I'm not really clear. So it's like, and the other one was some kind of retarded monster. And then there were some chicks, and then when she <laughs> and was, then a, there was a gun, and she was there was a girl who's a queen, but she's not really the queen the other girl is the queen but i like the i'm not, I'm not clear but it, again so it's, it's like it's like the first act of something that might get really interesting once they get it going you know but and i and and as we said earlier i think it's the first act that actually is largely immaterial and they should have cut it it's the act they should have dropped in in the script writing phase and said we don't actually need any of this backstory we just watched two and a half hours worth of backstory so, that we didn't need to someone, see if, if only spielberg should have mm. read the script and be like where are you going with this? <laughs> I just want I just want you to spend ten minutes explaining where this goes, and then he would, and he'd be like, "Okay, I don't see the yeah. seed of any of that here. Yeah. Do a, we need any of this? It's going to be about a teenage guy and his wife, and then she dies in childbirth. I don't. I think you're starting. Yeah, you're starting too soon. You're just. You're starting way too early. Little, I know you're into the the weird sexuality. Yeah. Leia and Luke thing, <laughs> maybe that's another of those unnecessary callbacks you're so into, yeah. but maybe spend more time on the story instead. I think that's actually a, a worthwhile thought experiment. The next time, and according to Michael here, it's going to happen, uh, when we watch Attack of the Clones, what, we have to remember to watch Attack of the Clones as if this movie didn't even exist and see if there's uh -huh. any information that we <laughs> didn't need to have. You know, it's I, like, I like that. Yeah. That's an interesting idea. It's, it's like, idea. what if there are five movies? What if, let's say, what if there are just five movies? You know, let's pretend this movie I didn't even happen. Cut out one and two, but yeah. we'll, we'll, well, I think you may, be, you may well be right. You so may well be right. Ten. It's I, you know, I, rating movies out of ten, one out of ten is so hard for me. I think it's apples and oranges, no matter what you do. It's a, it's a wonderfully well-made movie, so I would probably give it. I'd be kinder than these guys are. I think we're, you know, we're deducting points because of expectation. Um, if this movie didn't have any other, you know, baggage with it, you know, I'd go, well, it's kind of cool. You know, I might give it a, I'd give it a five. You know, five? Not, if, 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 like he was saying, fair enough, if, like I was saying, you gave it, it was on Sci-Fi Channel, you'd be like, fuck, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. You really spent some money on that's that. That's pretty cool. I don't know what happened, but awesome. All right. So, yeah. All right. So. And yourself? I, I, we went into this with me saying that did I you? liked The Phantom Menace more than any of you guys did. And I've seen it probably eight or ten times, and this would be probably rounding out about my tenth time seeing it. Good Lord. And having watched it in this case, in this scenario, was actually really helpful for me because I've never understood people say, The Phantom Menace sucks, and I've just never known why. I'm just, it's like, did it's, did it's we like clear it up for you? With a bad script. <laughs> did we straighten why, you why out? Why does it suck? Why is it bad? I don't understand. Like Asperger's film watcher. Like, wait, 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 wait. It's bad? It's got the... Uh, oh, why is it bad? Why is everyone I, making I, a face like they're sad? Now, I finally understand what it is you guys... Don't see in it that mm -hmm. everyone else also doesn't see. Also doesn't see. <laughs> but that or, being or doesn't said, care about. And I can't, I can't, I can separate it from the other movies and I can separate it into itself as a piece of art and a cohesive work of some sort of effort. But I can't separate it from my impression seeing it, which I guess is a problem for people that hated it too. And my impression seeing it was, ooh, more Star Wars. 
re- immediate, almost immediately after seeing the original Star Wars, and I wasn't really good at rating films at that point. It's not like, ooh, Christopher Walken, I loved him in True Romance. Like, I was, I was because <laughs> you were six. I was fucking. I, I, fuck it. I don't know how old I was, but I was. Ooh, I love enough. Tarantino's other work. <laughs> this that reminds be, me of early plans. Said, the more I look at it now. It really does boil down to that sentence. There's just nothing really important going on. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about any of this. And it doesn't really lead to any sort of interesting or enlightenment or anything like that. There's no story to this film whatsoever. <laughs> and I would never gotten it before. Mm-hmm. The more we talk about it, the more I understand. This movie really isn't that good. And even though I had a, a soft spot for it in my head growing up. And it <laughs> I had a soft spot in my head is what he just said. I like it because I had a soft spot in my head. I just want to point out If that only everyone had that excuse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You being a dick right? You being a dick right now? Yeah. <laughs> um, don't poke go with, Don't touch. Don't poke the soft spot. Yeah. Well, be careful of his soft that spot. That was a really bad movie. I'm gonna go with like maybe three out of ten. Wow. I'm gonna wow. split the difference. And we, I, I we, so we broke him. Here, here I am, the kindest. You really I'm the did. kindest. You, broke, you just broke me. It's it's wow. It's not that good. Yeah, we we had an interview with Mike Nelson on the on Geeksa, and I was like, I like episode one, and he's like, wow. Really? You're not being like ironic or contrary or anything like that? Really? Phantom Menace, not that good. Not no longer my favorite prequel either. Oh, there we well, there we'll have Whoa. to call up Mike Nelson and, well, then, and then, let him know. This this was not a wasted effort then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this night has been worth something. This was unlike the Gungans, our sacrifice yes. meant something. <laughs> Get behind Fig. I s- <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that wraps up this episode. All right, that was, oh, nice. that was like freaking that. fun. That was, that was fun. fun. We fun. always got to get Michael drunk before the thing. Yeah, wow. Then, like all of a sudden, he just turned <laughs> into this amazing <laughs> beacon <laughs> of humor. <laughs> 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 that guy sucks. You can't <laughs> tell by <laughs> rule. You can't tell by listening, but he also took his pants off about two, hour, two hours in. So it's, woo, it's a party here. Hey, I had to do something to entertain. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and until next time, uh, this is T. Christie. Brian Finnerter. Mike Scott. And Trey Stokes. And you can find us at downinfront.net or down-in-front.com. Thank you very much. Good night. Bye. Friendsinyourhead.com.